John Travolta wasn't he in the castrating Martin hogs? Lawrence. Martin, Martin Lawrence, Martin Lawrence, Ellen, the whole castrating deal. hogs, yeah, yeah, they were all there. Or were they castrating the audience? Just Zing. let Jim, just let Jamie know that's as political as the show gets. We're yeah, done with that's that. it. I didn't even get the joke. Pick a side now, Jamie. I love that Jamie. Uh, we, Ralph Nader. <laughs> we normally don't have that weird theme song. I don't know where that came from, but Jamie knew all the words. <laughs> do, 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 do. I like how he added Alfred Molina. That's a good. It right? helps. How many people know that? Not as, not enough. Not enough. The oh, that, that he was in Raiders Lost Ark. He is the yeah. opening. Yeah. I got my movie nerd on, didn't I? Yeah. yeah. A little bit. I'm impressed. Okay, so at the end of the movie, the guy comes on and he says, well, actually, he's in the beginning, too. He's the guy who hires Indiana Jones to find the Ark. Top men. You know this guy? Top men. Top men. Who else has he played in the history of... Uh, of Porkins. popular films, he was Porkins. He was Porkins he was in what? Star Wars. Porkins. Yeah. One of the Death Star fighters, oh. and he gets blown up. Yeah, he doesn't live. Luke's the important one. Uh, so welcome to the movie showcast, everybody. Part of the vast and sprawling movie guys empire. Death oh. Star coming over. Us. <laughs> that was actually, they're beginning their attack run. That's the airplane, but I actually thought it was a sound effect. That was good. That would be. Yeah. We have really great sound effects. 3D. Uh, look, just because we wear trackies and play sports does not make us lesbians. You've reached ground zero for all things movies and comedy. We bring the two together right here on our show every week with jokes, rants, sketches, characters, bits, special guests, and more as we broadcast from the Admirals Club in the heart. Apparently, as you can tell of Burbank Airport's flyover zone. <laughs> they don't stop making movies, so we don't stop making comedy shows about movies, which means you can get a new show every week on iTunes, SoundCloud, Vimeo, PulpEpic.com, Stitcher, and, of course, TheMovieGuys.net, absolutely free. And we encourage you to subscribe, especially at iTunes. And if you do, Lee? Uh, Paul, how much would that cost me? No charge. Wonderful. Believe that? And of course, by Lee, I mean It's quite a value. <laughs> We're also on uh, WBAD.net, Fridays at 4 p.m. Eastern. Basically, just search The Movie Guys on Google, Yahoo, or... Bing. And we come right up. I'm your host for the hardest working podcast on the airwaves, Paul Preston, here with Adam Witt. <laughs> That's you. Swear to me! <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> Sorry. You lost a cue that led with your name? <laughs> I swear I'll pick up the next one. Bart Caius. <laughs> Mom, you're right. If you pick it, it'll get infected. And Karen Volpe. Why am I drippings with goo? Joining us, the, <laughs> joining us the whole program is an actor you know from uh, close to 100 different projects, including that. films like Malibu's Most Wanted, hey. Three Kings, and of course Scream, and mm. it's a couple of its sequels, not to mention being the host of his own show for five years on television, The Jamie Kennedy Experiment. Mm -hmm. He's in a new film, Buddy Hutchins, Available on Amazon and Google Play and elsewhere in the world of VOD. Jamie Kennedy! Chimed in already. There he is. There are certain rules. Because <laughs> you guys all said a line, so yeah. I don't know. So I said oh, a line no, from movie. That's just our opening bit. Give us your, oh. give us your okay, good, give us a quote. line. <laughs> I don't know. What was I supposed to say a line from we my movies? We all do movie quotes. <laughs> sure. Um, I don't know. Welcome to Burbank. <laughs> I don't know. That's a Johnny Carson quote. That's a Johnny Carson quote, yeah, I think. Yeah, of course it is. Very apropos. Uh, and we're going to get to our signature thing, which is, of course, movie previews. And there are two big ones opening in theaters this weekend, including... Oh. 
and time. It's been 10 minutes since Liam Neeson was last seen in a big screen kicking ass. Don't worry, Run All Night is here to quell your DTs. And later in the show, Disney's Cinderella. The original Disney cartoon version of Cinderella came out in 1950, making it 65 years old now. According to modern-day Disney, that would seem ready for retirement, but we have this. Wouldn't you prefer to eat when all the work is done, Ella? Yes, stepmother. Oh, you needn't call me that. Madam will do. Cinder wench. Dirty Ella. <laughs> Cinderella. <laughs> That's where they got it. Wow. <laughs> I don't think they called her wench in the, wow. in the animated movie, did I they? I know. They go right Do you get a PG-13 it. for wench? For calling her a wench? Maybe. <laughs> Not sure. <laughs> Didn't they just make that with... Julia Roberts. <laughs> what was the one they just made? A I think that's Cinderella ago. and the Huntsman. And the Huntsman. No, that was, was Snow White. that was Snow White. But <laughs> was the other one Snow White? Yeah, you they know what I'm two. talking about. They were like yeah. they, they were the Deep Impact and Armageddon. Those Snow were White the movies. okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <this is> Cinderella. <laughs> we haven't had a Cinderella in a minute. No, and this yeah. one's going to be. I'm excited about it, partially because you know it's girly and stuff. But this Cinderella is smoking hot. Have you guys checked out the poster? I saw the bus. She looked pretty good on the bus. <laughs> right? She's she very hot. She's hot on Downton Abbey, too. Lily James, I think. She's really sweet, too. I think she's going to be great. Yeah. She's super skinny in those posters. Like, really skinny. Like, where are her ribs skinny? Like, like I skinny. suppose she's not being fed at home, which this evil stepmother probably does. Which but. only makes you look better in your gowns. Like, so if ladies. only skinny? What? If only. If only skinny. What are you talking about? Who what are you? You're the weirdest ever. Bart I don't know what has that is. gone to no, land. You're saying she was really skinny. If only women were really that skinny. Oh. 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 Movie woman. Oh, movie, movie people. Yes. Movie people are skinny. Oh, uh, a couple of quick announcements. We uh, are yes? in season six here. Woo-hoo. We had said five. Oh, I thought I did it was the math. Yeah. Which really wasn't hard, but for some reason it took us Because we did two weeks. years of the first version of the show, right? Yeah. Okay. Is that why? Well, I don't know. The I little just, shorts version. No, I really just, just knew when it all started, but didn't add it up right. Well, Paul, this is a problem because I've been shipping the box set with only five DVDs in it. So is this a... <laughs> I'm probably going to have to go back and refill some orders. Yeah, okay. I, I appreciate that. All right. We'll get to your involvement in the show here soon <laughs> enough, trust me. Uh, oh, I wanted to bring up... Um, we lost Sam Simon during the week. Uh, one of the co-creators of The Simpsons. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did he die? He yeah. Did. Really yeah. young too. A couple days ago. He, there was a, a great article about him in Vanity Fair. Yeah. He so he did die. Would he have cancer? Fifty nine mm. colon oh, I believe. Yeah. And not only a, a co-creator of one of the great uh, shows of all time, like a, like just well, to get involved in a show that is, is societal. It's changed society. You yeah. know, there's it, nothing like The Simpsons. It's incredibly impactful, and of course, lasts forever. I'm still going out. Lasted him. You know, it's crazy. Uh, I mean, no disrespect when I say this, but uh, you always disrespect whatever you say <laughs> when you say that. No, say. I was actually. That, that, that I was oddly. No, man isn't even cold yet. Leave him alone. <laughs> I was oddly. Um, pleased to hear he had passed only because I thought he had already passed because I remember when the, the news of his illness came out and I thought I remember hearing that he had already, he already left the mortal coil and I was like oh great he had all these extra years I didn't know about good oh, for him oh. there oh. you go hey here's something brought it back around thank you <laughs> here's something oddly that please. was clearly not where I was going but I had to change course <laughs> I, based I, on that Tobias, Tobias I think you should record yourself all week I think you'd be kind of interested in hearing some of your phrasings <laughs> alright uh, inspired by Sam Simon's passing I think I have a little quick game that we can I hurt before I put on your pants. What? <laughs> exactly. I'm just I, I have a like fun a little. In the mouth. <laughs> I have a fun little game we can play real quick. Sam Simon was also really um, active in helping dogs and cats and and helping animals. And he gave an advice for whenever your animal gets older, how do you know when to put the animal down? And someone was talking to him about that because being that he was dying, he said, "Well, 
here's the rule. You just write down the three favorite things that your animal likes to do. And once they can't do those three things anymore, then you should put them down and let them go off peacefully to the you know rainbow bridge or whatever so sam simon said that That's uh, thor but go ahead <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. so sam simon said that he would probably always be on life support because his favorite things to do were just sit eat and watch tv <laughs> so he would just sit and watch tv but i was thinking what are your three things like once you stop doing oh, them we put you down no, going to movies i mean i think right that's why we're all here yeah right uh, once i can loving no my wife put you down <laughs> we're putting it down it's it it's hardcore once you say, would you like to watch Captain America Winter Soldier? And I go, no. Just Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so put you. you down. I'm done. So put, you. put him down. What would be, a, what would be one for well, you, Well, how Bart? sad is it? I don't have three things that I like to do. Put him down. <laughs> put him down. down. Down already. Jamie, what would, what would one of yours be? Oh, looking at beautiful women at Trader Joe's. Down. down. <laughs> <laughs> and mine, of course, would be getting excited about any Bill Murray news. Yeah, right? If I was like, so... Done. Wow. Put her down. The whole thing is, though, the animal has no say in that. I know. The animal. It's just like, you know what? We think you're off your game. Down. <laughs> I mean, it's terrible. Forced retirement. Right? Uh, it's, we think it's, you're also, off your game. it's a weird term. Down. And what yeah, put him down. Yeah, what if what if all that ball throwing was more for you? You know, you're like, you don't like the ball anymore. And the dog's like, that was, that was all about you. I was, I was making you get the ball and throw it. You liked that, right? I thought, you, I thought the ball slipped out of your hands. I'm bringing it back to you. <laughs> down. Down. I'm putting you down. Oh, for the, and, and with that, yes. dog, I mean, he gave $100 million to charity of yeah. his money before he knew he couldn't take it with him. I think he, that's yeah. a smart Wait, thing. Wait, he do. did? Yeah. yeah. He became a huge yeah, uh, one philanthropist. Of his last, he was. But what? The, no, here's another thing. What, did he leave it to the animals? Yeah. Well, he, I mean, he, he, he spread it around, I think, but most of it, I believe, went to these one of those associations that. Makes helper dogs. But let, for, oh, okay. He gave it to people. No, the dogs would just blow it on toys. Because the animals get. <laughs> what's a dog going to do with a hundred dollars? I mean, yeah, let's just point. get. I'm sorry. He'll hire someone else to lick his I know his him balls. and Jennifer Tilly was, was close. He was heavily medicated. <laughs> she was. I mean, she's probably going. Oh, he left it all on a Pikachu. What the <laughs> fuck? Help! Give me ten. God uh, bless you. Oh, but. by the way, so that music we heard at the top of the show, you may have noticed, was not the usual music. We're incorporating Are you now. kidding me? Huh? I know. Jamie. Not Jamie. only did I You're walk into You're going to stick around? I, but not only did I think that was your regular music, <laughs> I walked into this and was like, oh, the movie guys in Burbank. I think it's Burbank. It's NBC. <laughs> it's, you know, studios. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's Burbank in a house. And I just <laughs> yeah. came to a house. I got a little scared. And then all you guys are wearing, like, movie shirts. And I'm like. And you're all dressed up. Well, it's just kind of, but not really. But then I was like, is this? Is their life or is this for the movie show? Like I don't. I felt like I walked into a slice. Like I feel he wears that shirt every day. You wear that shirt every day. He yeah. or versions of. Am See, I, most people are thrilled to know that we're not doing it in the living room. That when we bring it back out to the studio, they go, "Oh, this is a really nice setup." No, it's a great setup, but it's the garage. Yeah, it is. It is yeah. Great yeah. things have happened in the garage. Hey, it's a Apple valley. was born. Hewlett Packard. Hey, good call. Corns, good call. Lots of porn. porn. A lot of porn if you're in the a, valley. If you're watching a video just outside the wall, the yeah. frame of your of your of what you're looking at. It's it. There's storage. Yeah, yeah. there's bikes and yeah. water heaters. It's a gay garage. Good stuff. It's great. Jamie Jamie is pulling the curtain up on yes. what's really going on here. That's because, you know, well, you make, keeps it Speaking real. some truth. You'll, right. you'll appreciate the name of the band that uh, provided that music. Um, well, that was uh, from Karen's brother. Mm-hmm. Don. Well, that, it wasn't your that band, though. This was a, a band called COD. Mm-hmm. But Don, my brother Don's playing the guitar. Really. Not singing Raiders, the thing after no. that, or the movie guy's music. Correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. still hear it over and over. Anyway, we'll get more music from them later. Uh, the actual band's name is Sweet Ass Cream Corn. <laughs> 
Is that real? Yes, that is with... real. Wait, yeah. whose band about is that? My brothers. brothers. They're That's a heavy metal name? band. They're they, back in Western New York, though. They so are that. they are born and bred of heavy metal. Yeah, it's all Wait, heavy metal all the time. Let's go through that for a second. Okay. Please. <laughs> yeah. Why that name? I think it's because it used to be called Rhodium, and nobody back home could read Rhodium. Re- Rhodium, which but is a metallic element. A heavy metal. Heavy it's a metal. great name yeah. for a band. <laughs> yeah. But the problem was, the people in the town, Can't, we'll them bismuth. They wouldn't, their <laughs> imagination wasn't captured by it. So my brother's like, all right, what's something that these people can respond to? And they liked sweet ass cream corn. Sweet. Yo, you gonna see sack? <laughs> exactly. I, I'm trying to think of the simpler. Right. Thing. <laughs> it's simpler. But is it anything balls or we something? Are sack. Is it is it heavy metal like Pantera, which I see more speed metal, metallic is heavy metal, or is it hair metal? Is hair metal back? It's a mix. It's, it's made. Got to be coming back. Right? Yeah. It's, uh, it's coming back. Got to be. Right? Oh my god. Well, they also have another band. Get, oh my god. Get this. The vests were just back. Have, so they're in another band. They're in another band that's a cover band where they all wear spandex and the hair and everything. And that is called. Um, Hair, oh, what shit? They stole the yeah. name. Oh, Headbangers, Headbangers Ball, Ball. Oh. which is the name of an old TV show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They remember that. And people seem to relate to that because the- oh, Headbangers Cause Balls heard of it for twenty years. <laughs> yeah, and they love sack and balls. It's just <laughs> sack and balls this weekend. Yeah, at the Rusty Nail. <laughs> Got your tickets now. <laughs> I also want to give a quick shout out to our partners in crime, the Hater Nation. They've gotten themselves into the Nova Film Fest. Anyone oh, gets involved with movies, we're a big fan. So. Good. Shout out to them. This uh, Northern Virginia Film Fest brings over 200 films and scripts into competition in Fairfax, Virginia area. So go to NovaFilmFest.com for more information and be on the lookout for our buddy MC from the Hater Nation. MC everybody, TheHaterNationShow.com. As he will be pulling hosting <laughs> duties at the fest. So he'll be up on stage. Uh, pants, he said, are optional. So oh, you might want to go. Perfect. All right, well, let's talk about our first movie of the weekend. Let's see if we can get you interested in what it's about. It's called Run All Night. Liam Neeson plays an aging hitman. Sold! All right, that was easy. Let's preview it. <laughs> you know, Paul, if, in case you were wondering if your entertainment dollar was going to be well spent at the movies this weekend, IMDb describes Run All Night as an action crime drama mystery thriller. So, all bases covered. Neeson plays Jimmy Conlon, a mobster and hitman, but the charming and likable kind of mobster and hitman because, you know, he's Liam Neeson. Ed Harris plays a mob boss, Sean McGuire, but he's the real hard-ass condescending type of mob, mob boss with a Napoleon complex because, you know, he's Ed Harris. Conlon is known as the Grave Digger, being one of the few mobsters to come up through the ranks of professional wrestling. <laughs> And what can we and what we can only assume is a tragic and unfortunate turn of events, Conlon shoots and kills the son of his mob boss McGuire, as he was presumably given no choice but to take the life of the mob boss's son, as said son was about to kill the, his own son. Confused? Well, that's just because I used the word son too many times in that sentence. It's a simple movie, really. Let me explain. No, there is too much. Let me sum up. Man kills man's son. Father of the killed son wants to kill the son of the man that killed his son. See? Simple. Paul, let's play a clip. Maybe that'll help. I'm here asking for my son's life, Sean. He's a good kid. He's got a family. He don't deserve this. You know this has to end. I'm coming after your boy with everything I got. And when it's done, and it will be done, then I'll let you die. I've seen Liam Neeson movies. Shouldn't this conversation be taking place on a phone? Right. (laughs) I think I get it now. It's actually pretty simple, as I said. To protect his own estranged son, Mike, played by the Joel Kinnaman's Joel Kinnaman, Joel Kinnaman, 
Jimmy kills mob boss McGuire's son. So worth it. Oh my God. Wait for it. <laughs> who he loves so much that he made him a hitman, never thinking that that might be a dangerous line of work. The enraged McGuire puts the word out to every mobster in New York to hunt Mike down and kill him. There's only one man that can save him, the father he hates for abandoning him. This is my kind of family issues movie, one that must be resolved during shootouts while on the run from the mob. And just when you thought things couldn't get more dangerous or the yes. acting couldn't be more full of gravitas, it also stars Vincent D'Onofrio as a police detective who's been tracking down Jimmy for 30 years, but who also received a handsome payoff from the mob to ensure that this movie has a time frame of a single night. <laughs> but these Liam Neeson movies succeed or fail based on the director. I'm kidding. I won't even look up his name. In fact, I'm just going to say Liam Neeson wrote and directed everything he's been in since Taken. Actually, Paul, I'll name him. Jume Colette Serra. He's your man if you need Liam Neeson on your movie poster holding a gun. Isn't that right? Run all night, unknown and nonstop. Colette Sarah, if you're right, <laughs> brings all this action to New York City, which is good news, because since the Charlie Hebdo shootings, they've stopped filming action movies in Paris, up until now leaving Liam Neeson homeless for killing bad guys. Now, normally in Hollywood, nepotism is a good thing, but between this and the Taken films, it kind of sucks to be related to Liam Neeson. There you go. That's everything you need to know about Run All Night. You feel better informed, Jamie? Jamie, what'd you learn? I'm so confused. <laughs> yeah, that's probably right. That's probably not it's the, Liam the wrong way with to a come gun. He's, he's yeah. What well, else do you need? That's what I get from the poster. <laughs> he's kicking ass in his 60s. That's you all know, you need to know. I think ever since that tragic death of his wife, which is sad, yes. he's been kicking ass. It's yeah. like he's pissed and everyone has... It's to like someone took her out. Yeah, right? And, and, and he's, he's getting he's revenge. Just getting revenge, yeah. <laughs> is Common in that movie? Yeah. Now, is he the guy on the poster with the weird lip? He's got uh, something on I his think lip. So because sure. it doesn't look he's like him. He's weird looking well, on the poster. Why? I felt like does... they did a little thing on his lip to make him not common. Yeah, the weird foreheads huh. poster. He, well, I has think a... he doesn't have his his usual goatee. Maybe his goatee is often covering up. Oh weird lip God! Thing. I oh. hope that's not true. Common. I'm sorry. I thought. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like, oh, is that common? So you're right. It doesn't have. Well, Joel Kinnaman. It could be Joel oh, Kinnaman you're boy. talking about because I don't know the the Joel Kinnaman. I thought Joel somebody had something weird on their lip, and I thought that doesn't look like him. Joel Kinnaman is probably not easily confused with a. An African-American man. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Even with something on his lip. You can tell him apart. You got some Joel Kinnaman on your lip. We all remember this uh, sound effect from uh, from uh, Transformers. <laughs> you ever lead, a, lead a, a conversation with that line? You ever remember this sound effect from the trailer to Transformers? It sounded pretty sci-fi, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Pretty futuristic. Now it's in everything. Here it's in Run All Night. That sounds more sci-fi. There's so much noise. It sounds like he's going to get hit by the L. It sounds like a train is coming, and he's trying to talk, and like the train keeps going over. At one over. point, the subway goes by as the trailer <laughs> percussion, which I call it, Wait, goes by. Dude, you're seriously a movie freak yeah <laughs> you discovered that goddamn right i mean There's oh more. my god because here's That's the deal. amazing we, well you just talked about right? um, you liam, liam neeson oh, with a gun is all you need right we he's, all know a, he's a movie guy <laughs> liam neeson with a gun is all you need i've yeah. said this from bruce almighty jim carrey plays god i'm going yeah i don't need anything else <laughs> then the trailer fills it full of you know all this noise and it's unnecessary so then you looked up the sound clip or you well, just it just reminded me. It just remind, well, okay. Dude, I'm a movie guy because it reminds me of. 
it's the same thing. Jamie, you don't understand. This is what I go through every week. So I'm like, yay, Cinderella. And they're like, hey, did you hear Bwong? Bwong played again in that other movie. There's another noise that in all these trailers, and it's called Bwong. I'll take it one further. And these guys all know it. I'll take it one further. In all the horror movies now, it has that... Like that thing <laughs> He's right. He's right. He's like, right. Jamie, all we're doing cut to is paying attention. Let me ask you a question. Because you guys are married. Mm-hmm. So let's say, you know, it's Thursday night. Yeah. And you guys did all your duties for the day. Sure. And you posted you know, the movie guys to yeah. the and web. And you've got your queue lined up and something's screening on your TV. And you, maybe you guys are in the getting ready to do the act. Sure. Does the act get postponed if a sound effect comes up that he represent, rec- recognizes? <laughs> yeah, because he has to go and he has Wait. to sample yeah. it, and then he has wow. to go. Hang on a second. <laughs> if it goes, <laughs> that that's a bad sound effect for getting into <laughs> the yeah. act. Yeah, that's that's a um, Transformers ish. Yeah. Do you make those sound effects in the bedroom is probably a good question. Oh, absolutely. Well. <laughs> absolutely. What are the, the sound effects that happen? <laughs> Not yet, but you're bringing me around. Definitely that one's made. And we actually, um, you know how like in all the horror, the old horror movies, well, not the old ones, the new ones where the person goes up on the ceiling and their head goes spinning backwards. A lot of that happens. See, that almost sounded like it too, right? Right? <laughs> Oh, oh this, this is the string. This is climax right here. This is it. <laughs> no, that sounded like for a second. That sounded like Oculus, and I thought, what are these guys? Amazing sound effects. <laughs> Everywhere I go, I, I get the Oculus sound effects on my phone. I'm I just wherever I go. I'm a movie guy. All right. Well, listen, Ronald uh, brings up a life. pattern we've seen in movies. We're talking about movie patterns, right? right. Trailer patterns, things like that. We notice more and more sound actors. Sound effects are, patterns. They're getting mumbly and yes. gravelly. We heard that clip right like this, right? Um, I don't know if it's a character choice or something that brings gravitas to the scene. Who knows? But it's rampant. So we wanted to bring in our second guest to the show. Oh, very exciting. To go in depth about why actors are grovelly and and gravelly in their voice. Uh, He's been here before. Industry insiders know him as the vocal coach to the stars. It's Chet Loudly, everybody. Chet Loudly. Oh, wait a second. Let's get you a proper applause. And Chet's even wearing a nice jacket, too. Thanks, Paul. Pleasure to be here. All right, now we were listening to a scene from Run All Night, and it sounds like the Harris and Neeson uh, actors, and they're gargling marbles. We're not off on this one, no, are we? Not at all, Paul. It's a choice epidemic these days. A choice-edemic, or <laughs> stupid. I think uh, you pointed it out in Will Smith's character from Focus a few weeks ago. Oh, let me play some of that. There's no room for heart in this game. It'll get you killed. And we're just a month away from Vin Diesel growling his way through another Fast and the Furious movie. Give him a reason to stay. Wasn't hiding. That's the deal. Take it or leave it. (laughs) But that's all the rage these days. (laughs) Oh, wait. Now, how did all this start? Well, a lot of people think it started with Batman. Where is he? I don't know where he is. He found us. He must have friends. No, it makes sense that Bruce Wayne wouldn't want to sound like himself as Batman so he could maintain his secret identity right. and, and lisp as, as Bruce Wayne as well. And of course, <laughs> they went that direction. Now, you don't want him to sound like, uh, Hi, I'm Batman. Swear to me. You know, the, you don't want that. Yeah, right? no, but okay. they still wouldn't think that's Bruce Wayne. No. But not a good superhero voice. No, good no, no that, that's my point. That's my point. Paul, yeah. that's my point. Okay. <laughs> but Christian Bale went very far with it. You can't out-bail Bale at this point. So people are trying to find a middle ground between mumblecore and full bail. I think it began with Burgess Meredith in Rocky. 
He's just another fighter. No, he ain't just another fighter. <laughs> this guy is a wrecking machine, and he's hungry. You ain't been hungry since you won that belt. I think people have tra- been trying to do what he's been doing for years. Nothing Mickey ever said was unimportant. <laughs> now, is there any truth to the idea that these two actors in Run All Night, Neeson and Harris, they're just trying to emulate the greats like Brando, who mumbled a lot. Oh, absolutely. Remember the great scene in Heat with De Niro and Pacino? They sat and mumbled the plot in that famous diner scene? Well, Harrison Neeson were in a restaurant in, in the trailer for this and probably said, hey, we should do that too. Here, I mashed them up so you can compare. You did? Oh, you did. Okay. I'm here asking for my son's life, Sean. You know, we're sitting here. <laughs> you and I are like a couple of regular fellas. You do what you do, I do what I gotta do. I'm the only one ever cared about you. And all of that ended an hour ago when you killed my son. There's a flip side to that coin. (laughs) This movie I wanna see. What if you do got me boxed in? These four guys on screen? And I gotta put you down. That is amazing. See, I just don't think I could put in the time required to grumble my way to an Academy Award. (laughs) (laughs) Nonsense. It's all about taking the banal and adding a gravelly voice. Boom! Whatever you're saying suddenly gets urgent and people start paying attention. Well, it certainly sounds like the broadcasters on NPR who are directed to talk with vocal fry. Uh, Uh, It's a a lateral move from that to a gravel voice. Here, I brought in some famous movie lines that shouldn't at all have a grumbly delivery. (laughs) Now, see if you can make them important. Karen, go ahead and give Uh, a start. uh, Give give a famous line from uh, movies, the NPR vocal fry. Uh, there's no crying in baseball. You sound like a grandmother. I know. <laughs> I don't know. All right, now, now, now lower your pitch. Now, now try to get lower your pitch. There's no crying in baseball. No, I sound like a transvestite. <laughs> there's no crying in baseball. Great, great. Okay, now this, this, <laughs> this, has, uh, this has been enlightening to say the, the most. Now, let's get on to all trying a couple of these. Go ahead. Who wants to throw one out? Uh, I'm going to try one. I think we're all very... Familiar with, and then we would agree that if it were delivered, so, give um, it the gravitas. Help yeah. him if you so, need. Oh, I didn't do gravitas. Chat. So I have to open open the bottom of the throat, chat. Oh yes, yes. Yeah, pretend that perhaps you've been kicked in the throat, oh. and then but but while you had a coke bottle in your mouth, oh, and you got some glass the in your throat. The movie is about Liam Neeson, so just uh. open up and pretend like he's coming in. Jesus, uh. you need me to punch you in the gut before you do this? <laughs> Sometimes that helps. I'm gonna let what like Karen that. said settle in a little bit. <laughs> uh, nobody puts baby in a corner. Oh, that was uh, good. Very good. No, yeah. Very good. Here, let me try one. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> over. Nothing is over until we say it is. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? German? Germans? Just let him go. He's on a roll. Forget it. He's rolling. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Very good. You guys are Try good at that. Jamie, Jamie, you're All a professional right. actor. Wait, you could probably make so this happen. Play, uh, play Bale again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Play Bale. All right. Play him first. Yeah. All right. Jesus. All right. Hang on. Oh, see, I got you out of your rhythm. Where is he? <laughs> I don't know where he is. Where is he? <laughs> he Hold on. <laughs> good, so you good. Want, I'll do, I'm going to do two versions. I'll do Bale as this one. Okay. Play it one more time. <laughs> where is he? I don't know where he is. He found us. He must have friends. Okay. Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? <laughs> SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> <laughs> You've done it. You've done it. How Fantastic. was that, Chet? That was great. Wow. That was That's great. That's the Bale Absolutely Batman SpongeBob. Chet, th- th- awesome. this has been enlightening to say the least. Hey. What's next for you? <laughs> oh, uh, I don't know. Going to go gargle with some glass myself? Am I supposed to improvise, Manning? Do I have a line here? 
<laughs> oh, I'm, oh, sorry. Sorry. Well, Chet, this has been great. <laughs> What's next for you? <laughs> well, I'm off to do uh, off to the set of a new Lindsay Lohan or uh, Tara Reid movie. Uh, one of those two. Oh, well, she does need to boost up her gravelly voice, probably. No, no, no. Working, working on uh, calming it down. All right. Goodbye. That's Chet Loudly, everybody. There he goes. Thanks, Chet, for coming. Oh, there he actually It would have worked goes. better if I'd stayed with just one of those two. I said you had both written. <laughs> well, did you notice that that in the hands of a real actor, Jamie Kennedy, Chet yeah, Loudly can really make something happen? Well, that's why he's yeah. the best. I, I, he is. You should have told Chet. him that when he was still here. Oh, so Chet! <laughs> Chet. Oh. Is he in Burbank or is he North Hollywood? <laughs> yeah, Chet's in North Hollywood. Yeah, he's no yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a good point. He doesn't. He doesn't like to go far. For no. your next gravelly voiced role, Jamie, I think you need to get the best there. So he he really worked on you. Yeah, yeah. what are you working on now? On for my next role, yeah, we're going to discuss that after the script. Okay. Oh, you like that? I like it. I like, you like it. that. Let's get all this out of the way. All right, let's get <laughs> our next. On to our next fucking movie and right, Cinderella. Okay, our next film is the untold retelling of the never before told story of Cinderella. This is a rebooted, reimagined adaptation of the fairy tale like you've never seen it before. Again, recently, <laughs> whatever. Karen, it's got the girl from Downton Abbey in it. So what do you say? Ooh, let's preview it. There we go. For this young Cinderella who's come out of nowhere, he's got about. 350 yards left. He's going to hit about a five iron next time, don't you think? Children and foot fetishists rejoice because a new adaptation of the time-honored classic Cinderella returns to the big screen. In case you were wondering if your entertainment dollar was going to be well spent at the box office this weekend, IMDb describes Cinderella as an adventure, drama, family, fantasy, romance. All bases covered. What can be said about Cinderella that hasn't been said before? Well, for starters, apparently now she's British. And her real name was Ella. Who knew? Ella, Ella, While adaptations of cartoons and classic fairy tales have become all the rage, this is not Cinderella and the Huntsman, so the Wicked Stepsisters aren't ancient witches. No, this is a Disney movie adapted from a Disney movie. Clever. Now, for anyone whose parents didn't read to them as a kid, Cinderella is the famous story about the dangers of indentured servitude from divorce. <laughs> when Cinderella is denied the chance to attend the ball, her fairy godmother steps in to turn her rags into a beautiful dress, mice into horses, and a pumpkin into a carriage. But never once during Cinderella's years of torture did she think about showing up to turn her stepsisters into reasonable human beings. Hey, Good yeah. point. Right? <laughs> to dance all night, the fairy godmother equipped Cinderella with glass slippers, the least sensible clothing choice since aluminum pants. Let's play a clip. <laughs> where there is kindness, there is goodness. And where there is goodness, there is magic. Oh, I see. You couldn't get out of a Disney trailer without the word magic, could you? This retelling of the classic tale has a few surprises. For example, in the trailer, we learn that the prince is a deer hunter. Mouth! Mouth! an empty chamber knife gun. Okay, so might not be that deer okay. hunter. Okay, not deer that deer hunter. It's an accurate Thank clip. You. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Oh, sorry. Hey. It's right. not until Cinderella's fairy godmother bequeaths Cinderella a gown, a chariot, and fancy shoes to go to the ball does she truly feel like life is worth living. Once again, proving that what really matters is what other people think of you, and that the solution to all of life's problems can be found at the mall. Well done, Disney. <laughs> No word yet if Disney intends to adapt 2007 Cinderella 3, A Twist in Time, to the big screen. We'll see. Hey. You mean Cinderella 3 didn't already play on the big screen? <laughs> <laughs> Stupid.
straight to video, straight to VHS. Oh, 2007, probably straight to DVD. I actually, uh, I actually think this looks like a really good t- right? telling version of this of this story. I actually want to see. This. It looks beautiful yeah. to look at. I mean, whenever you uh, look at Cinderella's dress, I'm sure you all agree oh, yeah. that it looks like the dress you'd imagine. Mm-hmm. Here's a right? deal. Am I the only one? Jamie, does it look Five. like a dress you'd imagine? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jamie. All those ruffles. <laughs> it's like Kingsman, the Secret Service. Wait, which... he just said he was. The, he's really excited for this. Yeah. I know. Bart's I surprised stepping up. He, he also loves Titanic, though. But what's the difference between this and the, the, the Into the Woods? This one. Her looks, dress well, is much better in this one. I think Into the Woods would also <laughs> have been one I would have been interested in. But I, when I heard that Cinderella was being remade, I thought, Ugh, you know, are they doing one of those? Uh, what was that Princess in New York movie that uh, Enchanted? <laughs> uh, Enchanted, oh. yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just thought it, that looked hokey. You could tell. This looks like it's been really well crafted and, and produced, so I'm excited. Wow. And she's really skinny. <laughs> I, so. I'm going to get real yeah. movie guy on if you want me to do the Into the Woods Cinderella comparison. Go for it. <laughs> okay. All right, get ready to nerd Into out. Into the Woods. Uh, for some reason, Cinderella goes up to a tree where her mom lives, and her mom gives her a dress to go to the ball. Is that about Cinderella? In the it's woods? about four or five different fairy tales meshed together. Okay. In a big thing. But the problem is, she then has no countdown to midnight that where her, she's suddenly going to be found out as a fake, and she, you know everything turns back into rags. So why she leaves the prince before the midnight hour... I don't know. Uh, All she does is sing about how much she wants a prince. She gets to see him, then she leaves? Yeah, because he's a dick, probably. But show us that. I don't get oh. why she leaves. Oh, so then he's a dick. Why'd she go back two more nights? So you're, you're being logical. Because that's what women do. <laughs> you're goddamn right I'm being logical. You're logic police on that. Right? I am logic right. police. Wait, are you, are you the guy that if I spell something wrong on Twitter, you then hit me up on it? If you do... LOL OMG. Yeah, you're going to fucking hear from me. Hear from me. <laughs> well, hold on. I'm not going to say that. He's the one that wants to do that because he wants to see Cinderella. <laughs> OMG, you guys. Cinderella opens Friday. Hashtag excited. LOL. BRB. And they put the LOL after nothing. <laughs> oh, God. I just had the egg sandwich. LOL. That's not funny. <laughs> not going to make you laugh out loud. Yeah. Anyway. That. Well, that Here's a, the deal. That was awkward. Kingsman. <laughs> did, did we assaulted the very idea of the internet right there. We took it down. Jamie, did you see Kingsman, the Secret Service with um, my boyfriend, Colin Firth? No, it looked good, though. It's really good. Dude. Yeah. Well, I think hey, was, we're going to talk about that later. I think it was we probably are? Oh, okay. after, after, after all. After the script. Let's get off the script. I have to tell you, I hate scripts. Let's <laughs> improvise. Let's talk. Why are we doing so much because time? Because we, we got to tell people what the movies are all about. I know, but they got it. It's a remake of Cinderella. Great. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Liam with a gun. Done. Let's talk. We <laughs> are talking. No, but we're not. We're just talking movie talk. Okay, tell me your life. thoughts. Tell me your thoughts on Cinderella. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care two craps. Right, fuck it, some honesty. <laughs> well, I mean, I'd like the audition, but I mean. <laughs> All right, maybe it's time to introduce. I don't think it. your <laughs> group cares about Cinderella. Well, no. Well, let I, me tell you this. I I've represent gone, the girls. Well, hold on. I've gone to about seven conventions. And I don't know Cinderella what this conventions? is. <laughs> 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 that would be creepy. Or the fairy tale but in general. No, the horror, sci-fi. Yeah. So I don't know. If your audience is not just that, then yes, you should talk about Cinderella. But if it <laughs> isn't, if it's more horror, sci-fi, then why do you care about Cinderella? Well, there are moms out there, believe it or not. Oh, they listen to you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Then <laughs> I know it's hard. Sorry. Yeah, well, Adam's mom. <laughs> <Our> moms? <laughs> <laughs> she likes horror movies better than I do, though. Actually, she'll be psyched that Jamie Kennedy's sitting That's here. That's true. That's true. <laughs> what if we told you this was from the director of Thor? That's interesting. Yeah, that's hard to believe. Sweet in the pot for any Wait, guy? Yeah. Is it, what I see what Kenneth Branagh direct? Kenneth Branagh direct. Kenneth Branagh. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Now, when they let, are they going to let him be 
Thor, or are they going to let him be? Well, he's never done anything like this. Is in nature, this would be considered the lightest thing, right? Well, it's Cinderella, but it could be darker. He could yeah, make it's it lighter really dark. Than, See, I like Snow White and the Huntsman. You I like when like they go that? dark. Did you guys like the Huntsman or not? Which I thought one that was, was that? Okay. It, was cool. it looked cool. Was that Julia yeah. Roberts? No, no, it's the other it was, one. Uh, yeah, that was darker. It looked cool. So Julia yeah. Roberts was. Shiny. I like that when they go Rear? when. I like uh, that when they take these mm-hmm. things and they're like, well, this this was written like by the Grimm brothers back when there were the plagues and shit. And so they just set it there. You know, that's well, what Snow White did. Maleficent <laughs> went dark and that was to the tune of like $500 million or something. Yeah. More. So Cinderella is now going to be bright and cheery and we'll see if people care. Yeah. Mm. Done. Everybody, right. who, everybody who watches Downton Abbey will go see it. So. All right. What was that fucking It's page? not Downtown uh, Abbey? It's Downton Abbey. <laughs> <laughs> is it Downton Abbey? Yeah. It is. Oh. I know Let's get spelling. to our guest, for the love of Yay! God. You don't have to. No, we are. Let's talk more about This week, we're... <laughs> All right. Let me formal I got hangry. I got hangry there for a second. What are you I'm you're hungry, hungry and angry? angry? No, I'm fine. <laughs> we have water. It's a garage. Uh, We're joined by a guy who's done a lot of funny stuff for close to 20 years now from voice work on shows like Cranky Anchors and The Cleveland Show, films like Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, Boiler Room, Enemy of the State, As Good as It Gets, the list goes on. Jamie Kennedy, once again, ladies and gentlemen. There he is. See, I like that better. Now I'm going to, all the other stuff I said, it's it's taking away that moment of you introducing me because I was talking. I like it. You have actually addressed a curse of ours, is that we cover so many movies that no one gives a shit about the next week, but you know, we, we feel well, entitled to talk about it. It's partially March's fault, because there aren't a lot of good movies coming out right now. Did and you know February the, was awful. Did you know there was a Diary of a Wimpy Kid sequel? No. <laughs> yeah. That recently? Yeah. If you we talked about show, it for know. like 20 minutes. Hold yeah. on, it came out? And went out. And you didn't even hear about it. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. That was a big franchise. Yeah, no, that was, that he was, was supposed hit. to be on the week of the like Lazarus effect and stuff, right? It took a weeks ago because your plane got d- delayed. You could have been on yes. for a worse week, I think, maybe. Wow. <laughs> well, I'm not hating on the movies. I mean, it's hard no, to make movies and all that. It's That's true. But I don't, yeah. It is. I'm learning what your show is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about an indie. Let's talk about Buddy Hutchins. Whatever you want. Ask me whatever you want. Yes, you have a movie coming out. Well, it's. I don't know if it's out because it's kind of out, but it's been stolen a lot. Really? So the producers are like, and let me tell you something. I'm a big, I don't like to steal from our business. Right. Yeah. Because I'm in it. And so (laughs) if I didn't go to college, but if I did, I probably, I know a lot of college kids steal songs and steal Mm -hmm. stuff. And it's like, hey, it's the man. And then once you get with the conglomerate, you see what it is. You're like, oh man, don't steal. But it's just part of our business. So anyway, that's part of it. And part of it is also really um, advertising for your movie. Mm-hmm. So people like it. So it's been stolen like over 150,000 times. So the producer's like, well, it's getting out there. Oh, oh my God. God. Oh. Nobody's really oh. buying it yet. Oh. And, um, <laughs> but, what a curse. Well, you can't, but it's, but actually, um, so it's actually coming out in Redbox now on the end of March, March 28th. And I think it's on iTunes and Amazon now. Yeah, as of mid February, I think Google Play as well. Oh, okay, uh, good. To get out there, to get out there and, and purchase it. Now, is Google Play yeah. pretty big now? Or ish? I think so. It's always lumped in there with everything else when they say VOD. Now, it's like yeah. Google Play, iTunes, Amazon, yeah. et cetera. Yes. So, uh, Jared Cohen, you, he's the director of this, right? Yeah, you know him? I didn't until this. Oh, okay. and, but I read somewhere that you were excited to work with him because you had seen some of his earlier stuff. What, what about his stuff uh, brought you in? 
Well, I, I did uh, a movie for the asylum. You know who they are? Yeah. So the, they, uh, Sharknado. They and, do, uh, that's when they blew up from Sharknado. Yeah. And then they, they were making a movie that they thought was a really, you know, hardcore movie about a shark that gets in a tornado and then it ended up being really funny. Yeah. And they didn't and then they but caught a Sharknado in a at bottle. At what point did they realize that? But they've do you done think? they've done all the alligator versus giant octopus yeah. stuff. They have a sense of humor. They're they really they can't funny. have they can't really spin that like, <laughs> no, we thought it I mean it is called Sharknado well, also. They're down the street by the way and they've owned a building, so they're doing something smarter than me. So they're really cool. And they did this movie and uh, I did a movie called Foreclose and went to Lifetime. And um, Jared was like behind the scenes filming like um, BTS. And I don't know if you ever met him. He's kind of like a Bobby D. And he's like, oh, hey, man. it's kind of like a young Bobby D in the um, uh, Mean Streets. He's like, hey. and so he's like, yo, I got this script. I want you to look at it. And I did. He talks kind of like, like the she's in, buddy. Chet Chet he looks man. like he looks like Bobby D. Cool. De Niro. And um, anyway, he gave me the script, and I really liked it. And then I found that he directed. So first of all, he's amazing because he has no ego. So he directed three things for the asylum, like 12, 12, 12. That was based off of oh. 11, 11, 11. Okay. The <laughs> asylum does a big movie that's out, and then they'll yes. do the version, the asylum version. So he did, when Orange and New Black came out, he did a movie called Jailbait. Okay. And so it was about <laughs> women like having sex in prison. So he had had all this stuff, and they did really well on the asylum underground and did great. So then I said, I like this script. That's how we started this is about for those of you who uh, don't know haven't about Buddy Hutchins. Haven't stolen it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> don't you haven't steal stolen it. it yet. In an essence, guys having a crap day, and then it turns into a series of days. Marriage, job, all goes yeah, south. Yeah, he's having the worst time you could possibly have. They so, do <laughs> pound on that and poor he, guy. Uh, and then he gets a they chainsaw. Do. There's your movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's no. totally it. Yeah. It's Jamie Kennedy with a chainsaw. Yeah. Let's just get right to the it. You don't have to is, overthink that yes. yet. The poster <laughs> yeah. is you with a chainsaw. Yeah, Jim the, Carrey is God. Yes. <laughs> right? Uh, right? Yeah. Liam Neeson with a gun. gun. And now Jamie Kennedy with a chainsaw. There! I'm in. Red box. elevator pitch. Two bucks. I gotta say, because the Jamie Kennedy stuff that I knew about like scream and the jamie kennedy experiment yes. was a much um cuddlier lovelier nice little jamie and then this guy's got a fucking <laughs> chainsaw and people are starting to get split in half and it was kind of exciting what well, let me ask you this i don't think yeah. the movie was as gory when we were doing it because it was pretty gory and i was like oh man <laughs> and then when i did the movie like some people actually, you know, some people are hating it. Some people like it. Some people are giving it interesting reviews. But one, I think the movie, at the heart of it, it's a dark comedy. Yeah. Because yeah. you get a chainsaw. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. But people are taking it seriously. Like, well, honey, what man, you get a chainsaw? I mean, doesn't you get that too far? <laughs> no, it's a chainsaw. <laughs> No, and, the fucking movie box is buildings blowing up. Not one building blows up in the movie box. That was stolen from like some Taiwanese flick. You know, I told them that. I'm like, what are you doing? They're like, ah, oh, sells overseas. I'm um, hungry. You're working at a dry cleaner. That's a dark comedy right there. That's <laughs> sad. Wait, wait, waiting to happen. Right? Yeah. Where? In Van Nuys. Van Nuys. Van Nuys, Nuys dark comedy. The whole thing's set in the valley. <laughs> it's a valley movie. It's totally a valley movie. I thought we would do it and it would shock people, but people like it. I mean, in a funny way. It's a dark comedy. Well, that's the thing. He's having the worst. He's having the worst day, and then it's like it's the worst day times ten. Yeah. Right. And then he decides to exact revenge, and then it's and then there's a chainsaw to the head. Like it yeah. starts, you know, it starts one place and it goes all the way over here. Pretty I mean, much. it's kind of like. Uh, and then he gets away with. It. I'm not even gonna tell the people watching. <laughs> and then what happens? Well, that's the funny thing. It's like it, he, it's it, in a band. It does have a happy ending. It does. It does. It has an, <laughs> an up ending. Yeah. Now 
I have to ask you, Jamie, was it kind of cool doing, did you do your own stunts? I mean, you had, people oh, were God. being did you, split. I did my own catering. <laughs> I did my own wardrobe. It's an indie film. I did fucking, it's oh an indie God. film in yeah. the 818. I mean, it's, it was <laughs> right about a step above. So like Lloyd Kaufman porn. said that if Lloyd Kaufman goes, this budget is fucking low. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, my God, what are you guys doing? Oh, I can't make a movie for this. <laughs> There's no curb for me to sit on? Lloyd Kaufman. He's keeping all the dollars, by the way. That's all. No, but it was very low budget. But I knew that going in, and it was like I got a little piece of it. So I was like, it's an interesting model. The world is changing. It used to be paid X amount for your services, which you can still do, but it's a different amount now because, let's be honest, the Internet has fragmented things. Mm -hmm. But, like, you know, if you get a piece of a movie, and if it works, then you that's how you get it. There's not many. That's, paydays are different now. I mean, yeah. I'm sure you know that. Like, Liam Neeson was, like, one of the few guys to get $20 million right now. But that was for taking three. Yeah. But that was, like, after multiple proving. He cannot deny So you're it. saying that, mm -hmm. that this phenomenon is existing on all levels in Hollywood? Oh, just... yeah. The high... It used to be $20 million, some twenty. I think that... From my, my told, Arnold Schwarzenegger had the biggest payday at $28 million for Mr. Freeze. Yeah. Wow. Up front. Up wow, front. You wow. like that? That's a little bit of movie nerds. Ooh, yes, so great. now... <laughs> Somebody like him is taking this less is place. Oh, hell the yeah. The movie, well, first of all, these last couple of movies haven't been hitting. Yeah, yeah. Sabotage. and uh, Yeah. So, and you now, say sabotage. It used to be like there was a $20 million club. What I've been hearing, it's like 10 to $12 million now. Wow. Yeah. Now, is that because they are taking something off the back end? Or is it just there's because nothing it's, there? Because people are stealing it. Stealing. I mean, how many? I mean, fucking either movies a $200 million budget or it's the budget I just did. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so I think there's so much product, you guys tell me, but it's just like, how do you, there's no middle class anymore. It used to be, no. Scream was like considered a middle budget movie, 15 million bucks. Mm -hmm. There's none of those anymore. It's either yeah. 1 million or 200, yeah. right? Yeah. And there's no, I'm not going to go too nerdy on you, but back not when possible. I moved. You can out nerd us. When I moved here, <laughs> you had Disney. Not, I'm going to get really nerdy. So we had, Please. Dis we had Disney, You're right? right show. So you had Disney. Yeah. So you had Disney. You had Hollywood Pictures, and then you had Touchstone. Touchstone. And, yeah. So you had three units. Yeah. And you can look this up. Each unit doing twenty-five to thirty movies a year. Wow. Now yeah. you have Disney doing what? Six. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or ten. Yeah. yeah. So everyone's like this. I'm like, yo, where the fuck? Well, I got audition for waiter number three. You know what I mean? So, the, but now there's all these. <laughs> off to asylum, right? They're off to asylum. Yeah. yeah. Waiter number three is the star of an asylum movie. That's the guy who saves the day in Sharknado, right? So it's fragmented now. Interesting. That's interesting. Uh, yeah. Uh, is, it, is it safe now for me to segue into something I saw on the internet that I love that Jamie did? Can we talk about oh, I got that? A, I got a clip of that. Oh, Should okay. I just start playing it? Oh, please do. I love I this. I like it. Okay. And now, a very special piece about loneliness. What do you do if you have no friends? You live in a big, lonely city like Los Angeles, and it's your birthday. <laughs> well, you go to your local paint store, you find some new friends, you pay them 100 bucks each, and throw yourself a party. Okay, so explain what happens okay. in this episode of the Jamie Kennedy It is my absolutely favorite Jamie Kennedy experiment. So he goes, as I said, he has no friends. So he wants to make a video for his mom and dad to show them that he's in L.A. and he's got friends and they're having a surprise birthday party for him so he gets some guys from like home depot who barely speak english and he explains to them in broken english and broken mexican or spanish or whatever to throw him a party and they're so 
adorable. Oh my God, they I, put I on party hats. They sing for He's a Jolly Good Fellow a number of times. <laughs> Jamie has them hide so that he can pretend to come home so they can say surprise. And you pretend to bring your parents? Back? Well, he makes a video of it. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. It's brilliant. And, and I don't know if this is true, but they look like they were having a blast. Wow, that was... <laughs> it was so adorable. That was a while ago. It was a while ago. They were really sweet. Oh, yeah, so it was so Pretty much adorable. she just gave you the whole two-minute version. <laughs> that's hilarious. Liam Neeson with a gun version. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that's what it was. And these so guys, the joke was on those guys, because we went to Home Depot and we picked them up, and they were like, okay. <laughs> and then, like, we had egg races. <laughs> yes! And they were... We had a pinata. The pinata is hysterical. And they were like, yeah! Oh, my God. And then I was like, guys, we got to surprise me! Yeah! <laughs> and they, they all do it. Yeah, they did. Oh, because you mean, what else oh, are they doing for awesome. their 100 bucks? Sure. Yesterday, what they did for their 100 50. bucks was horrible. 50. And then he made them 50. Better than having to build a them, house for that. He made them <laughs> say nice things about Jamie. Yeah. And so the one guy had to say something they, dirty. They did testimonials. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Senior Hyman, me and Frank for 10 years. But they barely spoke they English. They barely spoke English. Great so They had a good time. They did have yeah. a good time. And then when we rapped, we were like, oh, you've been X. And they were like, okay. <laughs> they don't they know you've been X. To this the day, they have no idea that it was a show. They don't know <laughs> The one guy was so into it, the one in the brown shirt. He had he was bringing out the cake to surprise Jamie, who probably gave him the cake and lit it. And he's bringing out the cake, and he had frosting on his nose. I don't know what was going on. I don't remember. Wow, you've seen it recently. I love this was one of Karen's I favorite love YouTube videos. Yeah, thank you, Karen. So well, I was a big fan of that show when it came on because it. it was like the thank first you. thing since Candid Karen that I felt like yeah. that did that show. Have you ever thought about returning to it? Because right now the climate seems to be very ripe. There's a lot of shows yeah. out there that you obviously paved but the way. But you didn't for. make. I found that you didn't make fun of them so hard as they do nowadays. Well, I have a dissertation like on that. that. This is what I don't like about the Borat movies, is that he basically um, takes advantage of a social trust and then makes somebody look stupid for trusting him. You, you never did that. Yeah. You, you did no, the classic. just pranking. You did the classic <laughs> in camera, that. which is... Watch people react to me in a bad Crazy situation. Thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm the one suffering here, and and you need to respond. Borat, it's funny, but he takes advantage of you trusting him, hmm, and then he lures you into a safe place, and then he makes you look like an asshole. That's interesting. I that would be an interesting this. if you talk. I wonder what if you and Sasha had that debate. What he would. Do. Well, <laughs> that would be interesting. I tried no. to bring this up uh, with him at the Where? at what? Shutters in Santa Monica. Wait, oh, really? Wait, with their microphones? <laughs> well, no. Hey, Sasha, I got to talk to you about social trust. What That's was literally? It? <laughs> Wait a minute. First, we got ten or twenty jokes about it. Went, it. I <laughs> really. Wait. No, it went a little something like this. My girlfriend and I at the time were there for a wedding reception, and Sasha Baron Cohen walks through the lobby, and she goes, "It's Borat," and he ran. Away. God. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> that's the extent that's, that's the you trying. That was your talking. <laughs> I was gonna say, because I know that story, and the way you set that up, I was like, that's not what I remember. Yeah, but that's what I remember. She yells Borat and he runs away. There's another one that I love that Jamie does where he's got a yoga studio, and mm. I loved how you looked in that. That was hysterical with the wig and everything. And he's leading yoga, but he pisses off these really big dudes outside. They're doing construction. Who are doing yeah. construction. They come in to kill the person who was yelling at them. So Jamie's like, it wasn't me, it was that guy. And then other, and it was a mark. And so other people in the class are sticking up for the regular person trying to blame it on Jamie. I just oh. love it. See, again, you didn't so point funny. to just some random guy who's like, no, that that was a mark, right? That was a plan. I panned to a mark, yeah. Yes. yeah. We so, really, like that. that's what I enjoyed about your show so much. And the guy that drooled a lot. Thank you. <laughs> well, one thing we did is we really 
try to plan out stuff. I think a lot of shows. Wait a minute, you wrote a script? No. Well, we didn't go. Okay, thank you, Todd. Now wait a minute. If, if Disney, and, no, we had our, what we call an outline, like curve. But it was the, everyone was real. Meaning, our, the actors were faking it, but the mark was always real. We yeah. never fudged it. But um, we went, we researched people. So if he wanted to play a prank on her. We would set it up, and we would find out what the prank is, and then we'd say, "Could she fit into this prank?" And he's like, "Yeah, she absolutely hates water bugs." Yeah, and we know that if we had a prank like that, we would try to put it in. And and I do think a lot of the shows they don't. It's you can never just go and shock people. You can, but it's not going to be as entertaining. And we wanted to push it as far as we could. Like I wanted one show to be the whole prank, and the network's like, "You got to break it up." But, uh, so oh, I, 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 you. yeah, I mean that would be more. But it's but. Anyway, thank you, and, and it was good. That's what I liked about it. it. Was it was very reminiscent of the when, I think it was Buster Keaton used to go on Candid Camera, and it was he just did? yeah, wasn't it Buster Keaton? Buster Keaton, yeah, know, was he alive? Old. Pretty old, yeah, <laughs> he was really old, and he would sit at he would sit at a lunch. He might counter. have been Buster Keaton. Yes, look it up, Jamie. Wow, <laughs> no, she's not here. Um, but he would just sit at a lunch counter and do goofy things, and then we would watch everyone else rea- react to what he's doing, and that's, yeah. that's what I enjoy. Well, like, what do you say to a naked lady? That was the original Candy Camera movie. That's yeah. the Candy Camera And so movie, that was yeah. simple, but it worked because it involved breasts. So, like, <laughs> the whole movie was like a guy walking in a situation, like, the top of the secretary. And she's like, hi, can I help you? And he's like, bleh, bleh. So that was good, but we went, you know, try to go a step further. But Candy Camera, I love. And segueing out of uh, Jamie Kennedy Experiment, yes. there's a common connection here because that's where you met Jim Zulovic, right? Uh, I no. I thought Jim Zulovic worked on that, and that's... Jim Zulovic I met on the specials. Oh, okay. You did meet him on the specials. Yes. Okay, because we all went to Second City and... Uh, you which, which Adam would like to talk about. I would wow. love to specials. talk about the specials. I'm <laughs> a gigantic... Okay, Karen's had her moment here. No, that's I will geek out about the specials. Uh, there was a time, I must explain to the kids of America, where there were not that many superhero movies. None. And uh, it was rare to have a good one. And in 1999, that was... The good one. Uh, well, actually, I think X Men came out that year too, but that had been a huge drought, and there was this great movie, and I only knew about it because we knew Jim Zulovic, who was on Second City Main Stage in Chicago, very funny man, and he was in this movie, which it turned out, for my interest, was a superhero movie, and as everybody's interest, also starred uh, uh, Rob Lowe, um, uh, Thomas Hayden Church. Thomas Hayden Church. Oh. Uh, there's uh, a couple other, I'm forgetting, but a really great cast of, of people. And it's a very, very funny movie. And one of my favorites of all time. I've given away more copies than I've ever owned. I give it away, just gave one to my sister for her. Well, now James, it's written by James Gunn. Yes. And directed by Craig Mazin, who wrote Hangover... Two and three, and we uh, don't give them away. You buy them and then give them as yeah, gifts. No, I'm saying, I'm saying no, them. Yes, I am BitTorrent as a person. I buy them and then yes. I just give them away to people. Yeah, yes, I've given away uh, three or four copies Make of sure that, we in, understand in, that in my time. Do. Yes, exactly. <laughs> After I purchased them, but anyway, huge fan, and of course, I brought my favorite, one of my favorite drops here from it. <laughs> when I first gained my superpowers, oh I Jesus! Knew. Nobody wants to hear your boring fucking origin story. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you something, my friend. You're not my fucking friend. Maybe every once in a while I want to go out and have a beer and bang some slut rag till her eyes bleed. And maybe I don't give a shit if it gets in the LA Daily Post. I save lives. I don't think I owe anybody anything other than that. You've also tried to take lives. Oh, you know what? It was a long time ago, okay? I was a kid. Former villain. Caught up with the wrong bunch of people. You got caught up with the wrong bunch of people, mister. And now you're getting caught up in some pretty sick ideas. Forget it. Forget I said a thing. Nobody's saying that, Amok. I like you. It's just 
Sometimes I think you must be hurting so much inside because you're so aggressive. You're twelve stepping me to death here, bitch. <laughs> Not appropriate. Back off. <laughs> Not appropriate. Fantastic scene. <laughs> Our voices sound high in that. that was uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm you didn't sure. take the Chet Loudly course yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got some eventually. gravelly going this on. This is why there. you need to take it. You'll get down here eventually. <laughs> yeah. Well, I get it. First of all, thank you, because that was, uh, if I could talk fan. about that movie. Please. So I did a little independent movie with Judy Greer and Sean Gunn. Oh, yeah, Judy Greer. And, and, uh, and Sean Gunn, who did Rocket Raccoon before... Like yeah, he did him on set. Oh yeah, he was the alien. You hear him for just a second there. And he, uh, I met him. I really loved him. And it's Judy, and he's like my brother's a writer. And he gave me that script. And that's I never heard of Lloyd Kaufman until James, because James did a lot of work yeah, yeah. for Lloyd. And um, I want to say like he wrote the Toxic Avenger too. Like he's definitely. I think he did uh, Tromeo and Juliet. Yeah, no, he did it, Tromeo it, and Juliet. For it, sure, yeah, and you can see Lloyd and Garth. And I think he did, did something on three or four, or uh, uh, Toxic Avenger four. I he's he had his it, hands in a lot, yeah. And so then I read this script, and I'm like, "Holy shit, this is so <laughs> smart! It's so funny!" And so that was the first movie I ever got to produce. And so oh, okay. we we raised the money oh. when we got Rob oh, wow. involved. And um, there's just so many stories. I'm gonna try to tell you two quick ones. Please, this One is was, my dream. I'm a huge fan, and nobody I love hears that. about this. So we did this because of people like you. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I knew nothing about you know this, the superhero genre. I'm not even a huge movie buff. I did know horror movies. I did love horror movies. So I wasn't Randy, but I definitely had some horror movies. But James was the first guy who really got me into that stuff. So the first book I ever read, he gave me a comic book. He's like, here, read this. <laughs> and it was The Watchmen, way nice. before the movie. Nice. And that's a really gripping book. Of yeah, anyone. that's fantastic. It yeah. really, it was my opener to comic books. And I was like, this is That's really a pretty good one. <laughs> that was dope. All downhill from there, actually. Yeah, it but, is. Uh, <laughs> and so I did that. And then um, we, were doing, we were doing this. And at that time... We're really stoked about it. And Mystery Men was being made. Remember yeah. that movie? Yes. And we yes. felt that that was the big budget version of ours because we were the sixth greatest superhero yeah, that's in America thing. and we all lived in Silver Lake. Yeah. <laughs> and we were basically, you know, the group that calls when, like, you know, there's an old lady in a building and you can't really get her and the fire Absolutely. department's even late. You call us. You call <laughs> Mr. Freon or give me, you call Thor for the big jobs. Yeah. But and you got to so, get the specials if you have the fifth. Yeah, least, we were uh, the fifth we, most important. In the movie, the we re removed an anal slug or something oh. from somebody. Yes. <laughs> something has to. So that was really, um, it was great. And we just felt, and I think Mystery Man took the wind out of our sails. We never got the release, yeah. but number one, thank you because we put it out there and people Absolutely. seemed to like it. Yeah. Wait, and I was telling a story the other day. I don't know if I can tell this, but people like behind the scenes, I think, more than anything. So <laughs> let's Go see for if it. I can do this. So I, I, we do have the powers of editing. Yay! <laughs> All right, we'll make this decision later. So one ahead. time I'm sitting there, and it was like one of the earlier days of the set, and I love everybody involved. And Rob, Rob Lowe is there, and he was talking about something, and he says, "I can't really do an impression." He's like, "You know, because I'm, I'm talking." He's like, "I'm Rob Lowe." I'm like trying to do those commercials right now, so I get his voice. <laughs> and he was like, "I'm Rob Lowe." Okay, so we were talking about something, and Laura Flynn Boyle came up. And with the time, it was Laura Tinfoil, because she was thin. That's what everybody called her. <laughs> and I think Thomas was engaged to her for like three years or something. And he like loved her, right? God, I hope no one hears this. So <laughs> Don't worry. And somebody said something, and they brought up Laura Tinfoil. And 
And, and Rob's like, why would you ever be engaged to her? Like, Clint Eastwood fucked her on the roof of the London. Like, remember, like... <laughs> Remember that movie with Charlie Sheen and Clint The Rookie? With, the Rookie. Like, <laughs> Clint fucked her on the roof of the London. And, like, it was probably two hours on set. And Thomas Hainter goes, Hey, Rob, nice to meet you. Here's Rob's opener. Um, Here's a girl that you're in love with for three fucking years. And Rob goes, Oh, yeah, remember when Clint Eastwood fucked her on the London? Good to meet you, Rob. I'm <laughs> just saying. It was, like, really... <laughs> It's like great, Rob, and then like it was so funny. There was like, so much shit happened. There was a lot of. I don't know if I can tell more. <laughs> well, feel free to after we're done recording because I'll listen to special stories all day. We there's one of my favorite uh, lines from that, and we've played it as a drop to just punctuate other jokes. Is right after he does tell that origin story. There's one of the, one of the best lines is the uh, dollar bill. Is yes. that, he's the world's strongest man, but he's so stupid, which is such a great point. Like, I don't know why Superman is also smart yeah. and intelligent. You could be that strong and stupid. And so Dollar Bill is the, 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 the incredibly strong man who's super stupid. And after he finally tells his origin story, he goes, I'd like to change my answer. I'd like to change it to yes. Yes, I'd like to hear that story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He, you know, it's funny. Some of the cast members have. I saw Rob not long ago at the Emmys, not to sound like a Hollywood guy. Sure. I saw, <laughs> and I was behind him, and I tapped him. He's like, "Hey, pal, how are you?" And then <laughs> I literally just tapped him. Hey, Ron, Jamie. And then I see. I haven't seen. I saw the Nightbird. I love. I haven't seen her forever, which was Jordan Ladd. Which Jordan Ladd. Yes, Ladd's that's daughter. right. Judy, I haven't she seen her in a Cabin while. Fever. And then I talked to Sean not too long when the Guardians came out. I talked to Jimmy. Let me see who else. Sean Gunn. Yes. James Gunn. James Jim Zulovic died. Poor Samantha. He's a great guy. Yeah, we lost Dollar Bill, I think, lost his mind. Really? Yeah, I think there's some stories. I have there's a few people that there's some interesting backstories, but I think and Craig I haven't seen. I we Facebook, so I, I guess I should do better than that. So, <laughs> but it's uh, it was a great group of people. And, well, I'd like to tell a a, a name droppy story if you don't mind, because we love uh, hearing these stories. Oh, yeah. I think so. so. There's, there's, Absolutely. There's this. That's one, what you want to know. This was this great moment where I had some friends in town visiting, and they were work associates, and we were out. Do uh, you have a job? I do have a day job. <laughs> he, this is the only one. This isn't how you make all your money? <laughs> Wait, he does. So you guys make the money off this, obviously. But you have to have a job still. Sure, well, yeah. Absolutely. You got to get sure, a better. Sure, let's go with that. You yeah. get a <laughs> let's go with I need health insurance. Right. <laughs> um, so anyway, we're out carousing on Sunset Boulevard. We, we mm. It was a work-related thing. And then uh, I said, I'm going to take you to this real local restaurant. Ooh. Only real hardcore LA people go to. We went to the House of Pie. Oh, okay. Sure. Went to the House of Pie and we had a celebrity sighting. Mm. So we're walking in and in pulls this Bentley Continental GT. Yes. Black. Tell us, tell us more. Out steps this freaking bombshell of a girl. <laughs> Rolls yes. out the driver's side, Jamie Kennedy. Yes. Comes sauntering into House of Pie and I'm like, holy shit, it's Jamie Kennedy. And my friends were like geeked out. So I went over and I said hello to you and something about. Um, Oh, I love you. You had a show on Showtime or something at the time. I, spe and, I had a stand-up special. Yeah, stand-up special. And, I, and you said something about that, and I said, oh, I'm sorry, I don't have cable. <laughs> and you just looked at me like, you <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> Do you blame him really, no, Bart? No, I don't blame I, him at all. No, I totally got myself into this moment where I just said, shit, damn it, there's, you know... Hey, Jamie, yeah. I love your work. And you're like, oh, did you see my show? And I go, no, I don't have cable. <laughs> I well, walked away. Take you, have, you have cable now? Oh, I have a job. You have the job. <laughs> <laughs> well, that could have been worse. You could have said, hey, Borat! <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> 
and ran, and he would have ran away. But isn't that? So that's why I look familiar because we what? had that moment. You do. <laughs> Wait, I'm trying. By the way, this was years ago. How many years? I'm trying to think. What uh, probably four. Was. I love probably that that rolled up to House of Pie. I, yeah. yeah. By the way, that's the only way to do it. <laughs> I was Everyone's so like, cool four years ago what in Bentley at the House of Pie. <laughs> now I got can I get that car. I you got, have that car, right? I don't have it anymore. But that was you. It was yeah. me. And I and I matted it out. And people were like, you fucking idiot. But I was like, I wanted to let Bentley know I didn't give a fuck. No, so I matted it out. Message sent. Message sent. <laughs> and people got. But now I'm like, have a Prius. So I'm like, oh. I'm so it's like, funny, not when, sexy Because when Paul said you're doing the show, I'm like, sweet, I want to see this Bentley because I want to get inside. <laughs> I got rid of it because it was you got, get like three it, miles to the gallon. Yeah. Three miles to the gallon, and then <laughs> when you efficient. get a fucking bumper, it's like, oh, oh you yeah. have to wait two months for it to replace, and it's just like so hard to have. I like it; it's cool. You look like a pimp at the House of yeah. Pies, <laughs> but it is not, not really practical. a logical, practical yeah. car. Well, you so know, you know what, I mean, I'm in a Prius. You know what a Prius <laughs> and a Bentley have in common? What you can't do thirty thousand dollars worth of damage to either of them. <laughs> Ooh, that's interesting. That was a pretty good joke. It took it's a, a minute. It's a thinker. I love the House of Pies, by the way. Oh, and it's he the best. is right in L.A. heads. Do you re do you remember when they redid their bathrooms and they started? Dude, it's nice. They now. did the whole thing over. It's so disco now. But they it's got like Coke mirrors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, the house. First of all, it's the only place you can go at like four in the morning and Los Feliz. Get the Dagwood. <laughs> number two, yeah. And there's parking. It's parking. And number three, the banana cream pie. Oh. I don't know if there's anything better. You uh, oh, no. I, I, I can oh, take a to it. No, butterscotch. No. Butterscotch. I'm with him on the banana Yeah, butterscotch. Oh. Uh, right cream. now, I'm thinking about it. And number four is, if, like, maybe that night I had a hot girlfriend, so I think She it. was nuts, but, crazy hot. But there's times <laughs> when you... were looking good, too. Thank I mean, you. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. it. There are times when you're dating someone and you're not so proud of it, you go to the house of pie. <laughs> no one knows you're there. That's the sneaky back booth that you know what I'm talking about. Right in the back, or the patio. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to see you at the HOP? <laughs> And it was like two in the morning when we were there. Yeah, nice. that's nice. Oh, yeah, nice she's hotter. Person. You get down to the Dresden, right? <laughs> Hot? No, you go to now Mess Hall. Mess Hall. You know what Mess that is? Mess Hall. Yeah. Oh. yeah. That's good. I haven't had to check that out. Where is this? Most feel is full of it. I'm getting them a shout. At least three thousand people are hearing this. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, hmm. how do we get back to Great the movies you've been? So, <laughs> so I don't come off of how surprised to bring up Bowfinger, but I want to. Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. Well, I was noodling around on the web. Oh, that's right. And I saw an old interview Bowfinger. with you, and you were talking about uh, how you liked Eddie Murphy mm -hmm. uh, when you really started. Boom! There you are working with him in Bowfinger. Yeah, that was that was that was crazy because not only was it him who was like my personal idol at that age group and still to this day, and then Steve Martin, who yeah. I was aware of and I liked, but I didn't. He did. He didn't hit me at that sweet age of like yeah. nine, like Eddie uh -huh. did. So, you know, and like. Steve said, like, he was the king of the 70s, Eddie's the king of the 80s, Jim Carrey's the king of the 90s. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, it's like... Who's the uh, king now, do you think? Oh, that's interesting. That's Louis C.K.? Melissa McCarthy? She's huge. <laughs> yeah. She yeah. is yeah. She is huge. And, you know, I mean, she's really a huge star. Louis C.K. doesn't have that film career, although he's yeah. funny yeah. as shit. God. Yeah, Seth Rogen? Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. Yeah. I mean, he's got a comic brand still, the way right? they did. Yeah, Will Ferrell. They have a comic mm -hmm. brand like those guys Jamie did. Jamie Kennedy. Jamie Kennedy. Right. Jamie Kennedy. Creepy. Thank you for bringing that back. <laughs> <laughs> but, wait, what were you going to say? Uh, oh, Bowfinger. Bowfinger. I just thought yeah, that was cool. Just, you end up working with the guy that you that yeah. sort of... I got to be three months with uh, with his like Steve Martin sidekick. That's amazing. And that was like my character, and that kind of was. And... um. 
he oh god i got another story Let me see if, if it's steve you. martin please tell it please well it's kind of like with heather graham i hope she isn't here even this. better so <laughs> she won't talk slowly well <laughs> hot i mean you know heather graham right now is as hot as as balls okay and and in 1998 she was at the apex of her hotness mm-hmm. but she's still hot really yeah, hot okay indeed. And license so, to drive. Yeah, no, dude. No, no, no slouching license dude, to drive. So I, I know. I was going to say the night in the life of Jimmy Rudin, but that was Ooh. another girl. So <laughs> so she's there, and, and then, like, literally, like, we were doing Bowfinger's uh, rehearsals. And then, like, during it, she's like, oh, my God. I was about to go look at my phone as a text, but it, it didn't exist in 1998. <laughs> so like, she came back in the room, and she's like, I'm going to be in the new Austin Powers. And we're like, holy shit. So she had done, she was going to Bowfinger to Austin Powers. So literally, she was on fire. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I'm like, I, like we had these closed rehearsals. So I say that anytime you want to get to an actress is you just have to, you know, stand next to them. Because nobody really talks to actresses, nobody hits on them, so that's why you see like Julia Roberts with like a grip, Lyle love it, or like yeah, yeah. because I'm telling you, anyone listening right now, if you okay. want to date an actress, just stand next to them, okay, or fucking get on a set with them because I'm just telling you, no one hits on actresses. Hey. Too, it's too intimidating. So I'm like, there was like this little rehearsal group, just like we have now, and like Heather Graham was part of it. And she's hot as hell. And I was like, you know, I, I, these are good group rehearsals, but I, I think I need more rehearsal. <laughs> so, oh! so I'm like, I just, that's how I am. So like, okay. Oh. So like we go and like I go to birds. I'm really dropping some local oh, spots. Oh, yeah, there we go. Right? Birds. So I'm like, wink, wink, audience you go in the to, Midwest. You go to birds. <laughs> birds. B-Y-R-D. And so I go to yes. birds. And I'm like, I'm gonna have a little wine, and she's like a real yoga guy. She's like, no, I'm cleansing. I'm like, I was always some kind of cleanse. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So then we like we actually rehearsed, and that was it. And she was really sweet to me. And I had a huge crush. So then, long story short is, I'm in, I'm like flirting with her a lot, and my character flirts with her a lot. My character has a crush, so I have a crush. So you're method acting, kind of. <laughs> Pretty easy with Heather Graham. <laughs> and so take yourself to that place. <laughs> so uh, so uh, something happened. This, you'll love this story. So I hope you. Know. Anyway, I'm in with like Nikki Cat. Oh, or, I love Nikki. And someone else. And and like all of a sudden we're at a bar, and like I turn around and Heather Graham was there. We were all out somewhere, and she sees uh, Ed. You know him. She sees Eddie. 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 Oh God, I can't believe I'm not Murphy. Murphy. No, <laughs> Eddie, who directed Brothers McMullen. Oh, Ed, oh, Ed Burns. Burns. She sees Ed Burns. Ed I'm Burns. sorry. I'm sorry, Ed. I love you. I just forgot. So she sees. Ed Burns, and all I do is I walk by, and I hear him say, like, I like the classics. And, <laughs> and Nikki Cat's like, hey, pal, um, he's dropping his movie talk on her. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, the bicycle thief. I like the air oh, no. dark. He and, hit and, her with the bicycle yes. thief? And fucking, oh, that's such old game. And, he used to do that. Dude, and it's like in, in fucking this bar, and no. he's got the, the Bellini, and Heather's Graham's like, Eyes, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> and then, like, he dropped, like, and I'm like, you know, Scorsese, thing. like, Alice doesn't live here anymore. Oh. Like, pre. <laughs> And then it was just like fucking wet vulva. Which Maisel's Brothers and like, movie do yeah. you like? Dude. And like on Monday, we all go to the leaves. I'm like, what? And Heather, I'm like, what'd you do? She's like, ah, I spent it at Eddie's. We're dating. I'm like, what? And like, 
Dude, and, like, oh, and I've got some Godard films I'd like to turn you on to. And I love him. And oh. he came to the set like a week after. And he's like, oh, hey, pal. Man. I'm like, hey. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> and then that was, he did. And then he married another supermodel. Mm. So that was good. But he started dropping those references, though. Oh, the, oh, the bicycle thief. That sounds like me in like freshman like film school. Or <laughs> don't, like, like, don't tweet this at Heather Graham. Hey, Heather, dish about you. Don't do that. <laughs> Oh. Something, something, 400 blows. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so w- let's uh, ask you what we ask every guest who comes on the show. What's your favorite movie of all time? That's impossible. That's what most everyone says. How about today? But they What's always have an answer. Today. Well, first of all, why I love Quentin Tarantino, because the little bit I read about him, I never met him, is that he looks at every movie accordingly. He is ah. the greatest, a great movie maker, but not a snob. And and that to me is a real movie person. Like mm-hmm. he is you guys, and he will he won't put Godfather against Meatballs yeah. or against SpongeBob, and they all have their validity. And that's the number one thing with critics. In Are you saying he would talk about Cinderella? Yeah, he would. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. you got it. Wait, I know. I w- <laughs> come on up, Quentin. Quentin, come from the back. <laughs> I wasn't. I was just saying what no, I was saying. saying. Oh God! God. <laughs> that was good. Sir, I'm gonna say sir. Hashtag served. I got served. Um, Lol. Yeah. So, but the. I mean, like, look. I. I just let me name movies off the top of my head. I love Jaws. Yes. I love not only Rosemary's Baby, but I also love The Tenant. I mm. love. Um, you know, obviously the two Godfathers. I'm trying. I love um, uh, old school with Will Ferrell and Vince I yeah. like, I love The Exorcist. I love Scream. I love you know. Uh, there's, I can't even announce them, but there's like. Let me ask that, it this way, though. I love Pulp Fiction. I love the one. The one of the ways I ask it is, what movie can you watch all the time, always? That's a great example. You know, who Mike Fleiss is. He's, Executive producer of The Mike Bachelor, Fleiss. and he's like, you know what, Malibu works, man, because like it's watchable, you know. And it's yeah. like yeah. he's like, you know, if you're vacuuming, you put your vacuum down, and you kind of watch it. <laughs> and so I do believe those are a really good example. Um, let me think. So for a, me, it's a few good men. Wow, really? I can watch that over and over. And uh, Ocean's Eleven, the new one. Wow, that movie. If it's on, I have to watch it. I, I know what you're talking about. I have to think of them off okay. the top of my head. But yes, there's watchable movies. Well, for me, Pulp Fiction is one of those simply because it Soup, has the yep. chapters. Oh, and yeah. so when you get to a chapter, you can go, you can like get back yeah. to your life if you have to. Totally watchable. But I, I like the thing of taking each movie as they are. And I, I will go off on this sometimes, especially because I love criticizing critics. There's nothing I love more mm-hmm. than reading a bad piece of criticism. And 99% of all of it is. And, and and just going off of that because I, as I always say, so many people just because you like pottery doesn't mean you can criticize paintings for their inability to hold water. <laughs> so Transformers really Four, Transformers really Four does not need to be the bicycle thief, right. Mr. Yes. Critic. However, the Head rules it, the rules it creates on its own, it succeeds or doesn't succeed by. And I that, that's just an example of one that got widely criticized this summer. I'm like, no, 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 no. It doesn't set itself up to be anything other than it is, and it's Succeeds at what it's trying to be very well. Unlike the other Transformers, which I don't think succeed in what they're trying to be. That one did. I don't know. <laughs> but know? wait, let me ask you a question. So that makes a billion dollars. Yeah. It's obviously satis- satiating a need. Yeah. So our critics, because I don't really read that much of them, 
right now. Are they literally going Good. out there and still like going, like, oh, what happens with Mr. Yeah, because it's about them. It's about them hearing their own voice. It has nothing to do with that movie. That's going to be outdated because I just <laughs> think there's no middleman. Like, there's going to be less. Right. It's peer to peer. Your people know yeah. what they're getting with well, that you're right. movie. You're right. right. It definitely Absolutely. matters. Yeah, it doesn't. That's the, that's that's a good point, Because Jamie. that's what's doing. We're getting rid of yeah. the food critic. We're getting rid yeah. of the Yeah, you're right. People. It no longer matters is the difference. We can just it's, go to Yelp. Yeah, it's then. still out there, but totally it no true. I much point. rather look at Yelp. And I'm not saying they shouldn't do stuff, but it is stupid. Like, if it made a billion dollars, you know what you're going for. You're not trying yeah. to ca- cure cancer. It's not the imitation game. You yeah. know, it's Transformers. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe people should do that. So, that's a good point. Yeah. And before, <laughs> and before those, spot. we dug. Now, you mentioned Scream in your list of your favorite movies. Yeah. yeah. Do you watch that? I haven't watched it in a while. I've seen it probably six times. I gotta say, I was never. Um, I think Scream did something that Iron Man did. Uh, I never really watched horror movies or anything. It just wasn't something that got mm-hmm. my attention. And I like Drew Barrymore, so they were brilliant to bring her in because I'm like, oh, a Drew Barrymore movie. I loved Scream. It brought me, who doesn't normally watch those movies, it gave me a reason to jump on board, and I just loved those movies. Wait, let me ask you a question. You know what's interesting is that I thought that was the original thing that they did. And then I discovered Psycho did it, mm-hmm. but I didn't know enough. Oh, but okay. like they killed a huge star. That's so brilliant. When Drew Drew got the offer for Nev's role, and she's like, "No, nah, I want to be in the first part," which I thought was genius because if you kill a star, then everybody is. Well. Oh, and oh she's on the poster. I didn't yeah. know what to expect. It freaked yeah. my shit Everyone's out. Everyone's game. But, yeah. And then I realized they did that in Psycho, right? Or did they yeah. Was, no, no, they no, no, killed that, a huge star in the beginning. Very classic that they the, set for twenty minutes. They set up Janet Lee as the star of yes. Psycho, as the person Brilliant. who the plot revolves around, and then they just. Take her out, and then who is the and star you, of it? And you're only uh, Anthony Perkins. Yeah. And, and your yeah, only yeah. option then is to turn and follow him. You yeah. have no option. No matter how creepy you felt he was up until that point, he's now your main character. It's I an amazing. That. You do have the other two people following her to see what happened to her. But sure. Uh, and that that where they, they got to come in halfway through, then it, be, it becomes Perkins' movie. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a brilliant movie. But yeah, you're right. Drew Barrymore is a classic nod to that. It's so is that good. if that can happen, then what else can happen in this movie? If Drew Barrymore dies in the first, you know, ten minutes of the movie, who? else is safe it's pretty now my, my two senses that i always thought that that because they were like scream no i don't believe this but this is just me i don't know if they had a scream to in mind i know kevin had oh. treatments and stuff i don't know if he had a script i have no idea i think that it was such a wild successful movie that they're like we got to do this right and then i remember in the first early scripts my character wasn't as big and then it got bigger but you know people hated that i died i kind of hated that i died but <laughs> i did feel like I said you should kill off another character. Like if you killed off a lead character, that would free people out more. But they didn't do that. They killed off they me. Killed but did you know you were getting into something that was going to be because of all the nods in the script to horror, the horror genre? Yeah, did you feel know like you were getting involved in something that was sort of going to oh this can be kind of transformative? Or you were like, hey, here's another slasher movie. Uh, well, at the time, Wes's last movie was Vampire in Brooklyn, <laughs> and that was like the state of horror movies. Like there wasn't a lot of horror movies it was kind of dormant and i remember going to hollywood there's a gym on like like, like it was yesterday on hollywood boulevard in la brea there's like a 24-hour gym mm-hmm. and i'm st- started reading the script because i was trying to lose weight to go down to mexico i just got my first part in romeo and juliet and oh, so i'm on the stairmaster and i'm looking at it and about 10 pages in i'm like this is so fucking interesting mm-hmm. and i stopped and i went to the corner of the gym and read it no, which is doesn't sound weird, but it's really weird. I mean, I yeah. totally was enamored with the script, and I'm telling you, that doesn't happen that much. So I yeah. completely yeah. stopped, went to the corner, and read it, and I thought, this is 
fucking awesome. Like it was just so. Cool. Well, you yeah. call it meta now, but yeah. it was yeah. pre-meta. But there was no meta for horror at the time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I knew it was being produced low budget, and I knew that they were going to use a bunch of unknowns. And I heard Drew was potentially involved, and I thought. If they make this, boom, and then they got Wes, and then Wes was like, you know, went to put his stamp on it. So, do we, when we were making it, do we think it was going to be a pop culture phenomenon? No, I didn't. Yeah. But we thought we had something really interesting that if it was 10 years, you like, oh man, culty. We thought it was going to be culty. Yeah. So, well, Wes knows how to frame some real scary sequences in two, especially. So good. That scene where he's, the ghost face is potentially dead in the front seat, and Nev has to climb over him to get <laughs> yeah. out of the car. I mean, is that, you haven't seen anything like that before, and he builds this whole scene out of it. It was just great. Yeah, you know? he really, he's, and he does so much with music. Like, I was doing ADR, and, and uh, there was, like, you know, a, a scare, and it was just a door. <laughs> and so she goes and opens the door and just opens it, and when you're watching it, it was not that crazy. And then he put a, <laughs> <laughs> and it was so fucking freaky. I was like, wow. So he's really, you know, obviously he's cool. the master of his game. Yeah. When you arrived today, speaking of horror movies, you said you were just working on ADR for Tremors. Tremors yes. Five, right? Five. With, like, Tremors Five or Tremors Bloodline. It depends on what the name is yet. And talk about one that, that cornered being a comedy horror movie early on. It was Tremors. Is it still the co comedy element? In, I, 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 uh, I, I don't know what I'm allowed to say, but I'll tell you this. There's some comedy. Okay. Um, I almost wanted to show you guys this, First but Tremors. I can't put it on the web. <laughs> but it's almost like I can show it to you, but you can't like put it out there. Okay. Oh, you can just but, show us it, and we'll, our reaction will be on the podcast. Yes. So, <laughs> is this do the you all? It's cool. I feel so insider right now. I know. And do you? Well, I thought you'd like it. Do you? Oh, absolutely. Are you kidding? Adam's exactly. I said the that person. positively. Yeah. I feel like such an insider now, this is because rough. I'm not. So I'm trying to get in trouble, but we're not putting it out there. So it's no. like my friends, right? It's my right. buddies. So is this whole segment getting cut, or are we just cutting the? We're not. We're not putting we're video. Gonna, up. No, it's it's like, I'm going to show you something. So this is just a rough look of it. Now oh. there's no sound. But I just want to show you the look of it. All right. Sound as okay, he so this up. is the rough. So this is still not done. See, this is how things get stolen. Boom. <gasps> now, did you see that? Watch. Oh, my God. Wait. Wait. I want you to see because I want you to see this. I'm not going to say too much about it. But that's the new ass blaster. Ah! <laughs> and I can't really say because I don't know what Universal oh, let me. But that's it's, awesome. No, bro, they're the, like when you played it through the first time. I was like, did that just happen? No, that. <laughs> just, I'm not even allowed to show that. But it's okay, not we won't anywhere, even say so. what that is. But, but that's the ass blaster looks <laughs> incredible. I think that's so. Awesome. Like as real as the robots look in Transformers, I think. Well, that's what technology that's not can done do. Yet. That's not done yet. Yeah, it's yeah. really good that technology can make your ass blaster more realistic. <laughs> I'm happy. Technology has come along to the point Finally, where we're ass using blasters. It for America. <laughs> Finding America. But good it, it has a huge following. America wins. I'm lucky to be a part Take of it. Take that, ISIS. <laughs> <laughs> we have ass blaster technology. <laughs> You're getting political again. <laughs> Anyway, it's I'm excited for it. <laughs> That's awesome. But I think cool. it's it's you know I know it has a bigger fan base than I'm aware of. So now is this Tremors with Michael Gross Tremors? Is that yeah, yeah. which was he's really the, and Kevin Bacon yeah, is the original. He's the OG. I think they're in the both the fir first two actually, <laughs> yeah, but and two. and it was Bacon really was funny. Bacon was only in the first one. Oh okay, Bacon. Bacon. Does I Bacon return for five? He comes back and he's talking like this. God damn it. Proud Chet Lowley graduate. That's right, I taught Kevin Bacon. Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? Costner's doing that now. If I've seen, oh. seen his latest movies, 
He's I'm just grumbling at the kids. I'm going to teach you kids to run. <laughs> Look, all of We're you. We're going to have a grumbly Han Solo, I think. Yeah. Dream. That's a good one. That's a good one. Chewbacca, get over here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's do a little something we like to call. What did you see this week? We have themes. I will say. If you yes. are a Quentin Tarantino fan, then yes. what we are about to talk about here, yes. you have got to go see. It is the lost Quentin Tarantino film, The Kingsman. <laughs> is that a Quentin Tarantino film or what? Kingsman, The Secret Service. Did you see this movie? It looks awesome. It's so good. <laughs> I, I love Colin Firth, so I'll see anything that he's in. And the fact that it's he's kicking ass makes me so happy. This is the coolest thing. Yeah. You're, are you a fan of James Bond? Oh, yeah. All right. All right. This this film does it James Bond's better than James Bond now. Now obviously James Bond has gone through this whole thing. Now it's you know in this this reboot of, of it, and we've lost some things. We've lost some gadgets. We've lost some Britishness. We've lost some. Uh, and so the, the the fact that there's a secret uh, uh, the the these crime fighters that are housed in this in the Kingsman a, a Kingsman tailoring suit store. shop. So yeah. they're all about the suits. They're all about looking awesome and gadgets like crazy. And and then, and then, yeah, they've got, but all their gadgets are like an awesome lighter that's a bomb or an umbrella that's a gun like and all a this poison stuff. poison pen. But it's stuff. just so like Sean Connery out the ass. That it's guy's awesome. got a lair in a mountain. Lair in a mountain! <laughs> <laughs> and they all, they fly their planes into the side of the mountain. The and Sam Jackson's a bad guy. Wait, don't tell me too much. With a list. Okay. I have a question. So is yeah. it an original or is it based off something? Based on a graphic novel. Based on a comic book by oh, the same guy that created Kick-Ass mm -hmm. and uh, Wanted. Oh, so he, yeah, and it's the guy who directed it. And it's the guy who directed Kick-Ass and X-Men First Class. So it was a, com and it was an unknown comic? No, it was it was known. It's Mark Miller. He's a he's a big comic writer. He's he, he created the Ultimates, which basically is kind of what they based the Avengers on, is this ultimate version. The fact that Nick Fury looks like, uh, it, Nick Fury in the he new comics. the Ultimates? Yeah, the Ultimates. Wow. That's Mark Miller. Fantastic series. I've been oh, reading God, Mark yeah. Miller back since uh, Justice League of America. Oh. I've read wow. the Ultimates. I just didn't know it was him. Yeah. 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 I'm just excited wow. that Adam and I have something to try. I know. I, this is her man. This oh, is her man. I told you on the show that Kingsman is a great the thing that brings us all together. <laughs> we want action. It. We want kick ass. She wants comedy. I want to see it. There. And I think it's probably one of those things that'll be a sneaky franchise. I think it's probably going to be I hope so. The word of mouth is great. Wait. Well, I'll tell you this. You've been very quiet, insurance boy. No, no. Are you the only one that didn't see? No, no, I saw something else. TBS. Oh. Uh, TBS had a great He night. tells us what happens on TV. He tells us what's on TV. Uh, I don't go to movies anymore, Jamie. I just watch what's on TNT and TBS over the weekend. That's my. Uh, well, what you see? Go, cut I, to. No, no. Three Kings? Please continue. Well, the Kingsman Love Fest could go on. Oh, okay. oh my God. Kingsman. I, I saw mean, something. But I don't want to spoil anything for, for Jamie. Don't tell me. Sorry, hold on. One Except more second. For Freebird. Yes. Freebird. Okay. All right. But we, we won't. Uh, let's just say that there this movie is awesome. Uh, it's got such a confidence about it. It's got such a kick-ass nature, and yet in nice suits and classic sort of Sean Connery. And then there's this ending moment, just when you think this movie can't get any better. And I will not spoil it. In a couple weeks, we may talk about it. But yes, it is to the uh, song Freebird. Don't tell me. So good. <laughs> well, no, Colin Firth is, uh, awesome. has not been in an action movie. He said in The Daily Show he's, mm -hmm. he's pretty much internet's voted least likely to ever be in an action movie. And he has made up for lost time with this movie. There's wow. ass-kicking. All over this movie. It's so great. And he's kicking it. Yes. He's kicking much he of it. There's a scene where he so kicks more ass, ass. in <laughs> one scene than let anyone me, else all year. Let me see. The, the movie looked good and everything, but let me tell you what turned me off about that movie. Uh-oh. 
Why was Sam Jackson like rocking the hat to the side, looking like B Rad's uncle? And he felt whispering and stuff. That's, that's a good question. <laughs> so I'm, I'm really gonna explain. Okay, well, except for he's it. except he's a big. What is he? A music producer, movie producer, or something? So he's, he's kind of like eccentric. a eccentric. Yeah, he's a he's a an uh, entertainment clearly. figure who has this right. side yeah. business of being an evil mastermind. He's, yeah, he's kind of like a hip hop Richard Branson or something. Yeah, right? and he's okay. missing yeah. like a white cat that he pets. He doesn't have that. Yeah. So the hat to the side didn't take you out of it. No, no, no. no. Right. It's no. his character is right. just <laughs> is awesome. That's enough it. for you. You're up. I, I just I like it. I'm like, why is he, why is the guy who's 65 years old hat to the side? That's all. <laughs> That's my, my, I'm but, done with the Jedi, but why the bathrooms? I just wake <laughs> up. I don't understand. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> All right, Lee, you have to go see it. Lee. So. Yeah, I do want. I actually, you should. You really will enjoy the fuck out um, of this movie. But I saw Jeez. something that we uh, we reviewed or previewed, gosh, a couple years ago now, and it is actually a very good movie. Uh oh, what is it? Cowboys and Aliens. Oh. oh, has anyone seen this? Have yeah. not. Yeah. I well, did. actually, I saw part I, of it. It's not that great. I, what it I saw yeah. it was okay, but I do think that Daniel maybe, Craig's behind looked amazing. They well, did some lighting. Maybe lowered or expectations something. at this point. I with, was vacuuming know. at the time. Like, yeah, <laughs> buddy said, yeah. Um, <laughs> but what I what I really enjoyed about it was, yeah, what a great idea to have aliens visit the Earth during, great idea. A, during a time yeah. Yeah. that's not now. Yeah, it, it could clearly happen back you in mean, the eighteen like hundreds when it happened with the pyramids. Yeah, like when they built the pyramids. Absolute good call, Karen. Conspiracy! <laughs> and then I I saw Ghostbusters and I told you that I have a new a new favorite yes. extra actor in that. I'm so going to look you don't for her, this, uh, Jamie. But Karen's a big fan of Ghostbusters and she has a, a particular uh, uh, axe to grind with one of the extra actors in that movie. <laughs> that once is, pointed out, you'll never miss him. Yeah. He is so awful. He looks like a goofy Conan O'Brien if there is such a thing, and he just screams, "Ghostbusters, all right!" And he's horrible. And he's the one that runs after the car. And he runs right? after the car. And he's in every scene. scene, and he just sticks. Out, he's got this like lesbian hairdo. It's horrible, and so it takes you out of it. I can't take it. Wow. But there's a new extra actor you need to watch for. It's a woman standing at the uh, at the barricade line when the earthquake occurs in front of the building, just as they're about to go in, and she faints because because every, everyone's falling oh, down, and she literally Whoa. just melts like a candle into the scenery. It's <laughs> hilarious. So you're saying it was people that are doing bad background. Bad acting. background. Bad acting. background. What was the one we were watching? Where the guy just runs extras. and tumbles. Die Hard. That's uh, what Die Hard. Two. Die Hard Two. Yeah, they're 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 clearing out. <laughs> they're clearing out a, an airport, right? And one guy just decides to go. Ah! And, does a and then he like stops and he rolls. And he gets up. Ah! And he does it again. Like it's so calculated. It's just a really bad extra. It's their, it's their moment in the sun. They they. Uh-huh. They figure I'm gonna do this. I gotta. I got this. Is my time. I'll be you know? easy to see at home. Did you see that on the first one, or is after multiple viewings? I worked in a movie theater then, uh, so after yeah. a while, I'm like, is that fucking asshole? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I Cowboys and Indians. It's a good one. Was was it was a good movie? I thought it was a great premise. Um, Sam Rockwell's in it. He's great. Yeah. Uh, the oh. butt. The butt is there. That's right. Yeah, Daniel Craig's butt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you see anything at home on a plane anywhere? It wasn't a movie. But can I talk about non-movies? Sure. It's sure. called the movie, guys. Uh, I finished Sons of Anarchy. Oh, oh nice. Okay. And um, I have to tell you, it's... it's um, I don't know. It might be as good as, a bra- as Breaking Bad. Shut up. Oh, I'm interested awesome. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it, but I love Breaking Bad. So uh, I do these conventions sometimes. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, sci-fi conventions. And I saw... Now, the, the biggest star on the circuit right now is Norman Reedus from Walking Dead. Yeah. Yes, he he's, is. He's mm. a superstar. He's and then, super sexy. You want the greasy hair? Yes. yes. He's Daryl. Daryl. And mm. then... Um, he this, wears the greasy hair onto Conan. That's what I don't He is so sexy. <laughs> the the second sick. guys are the guys from Sons of Anarchy. They're huge. So I met one of them and he told me to watch it and f- it's so fucking good. 
It's so real. It's well acted. It's amazingly acted. Great stories. I I, I watched Tough as Nails, right? Twenty December twenty fourth, and I just finished it this week. So I was pretty much uh, this ninety eight episodes. Oh wow! And I was yeah, watching awesome. it, and it's exact, over now, right? You watched the finale. I'm finale. done. Okay. I'm and, a note. and I watched it like this. I watched it on my TV. Then I would watch it at my mom's on her when I visit her. Then I'd be on a plane. I watch it on my phone. I, exactly <laughs> how people it? want you to view shit. Yeah. yeah. I was that into it, and it was just it's great. I mean, I love it. It's fucking real, and it was awesome. Did your mom have an opinion on the biker gang sex and violence? Uh, when you were watching it at her house? She was wondering why so many tattoos. No, she didn't. <laughs> she doesn't watch it. She's still fucking why trying to so catch up on swearing? all the family. Why so swearing? No. Um, no, but it's just so, I just loved it. So that's what I watched. That, the that's thing, the thing is, I never heard but, from that, like you would hear as these big shows are coming to a close, you would hear there's these big story arcs that are being, uh, was there a huge story arc in, huge. in, in Sunset? Okay, so. Shit that I, happens. The show, I'm going to tell you, I'm not going to give you anything. Why I love it, and I'm not trying to, you know, this is you guys like genre movies. You're talking about that. You well, like TVs are not movies. movies. That's what we say yeah, when we, we get into TV discussion. Yes. They're movies now. That's a 98 hour movie or whatever and, you watch. And it was totally. Yeah. And it was so fucking real. But it, the movie is basically, the whole show is about loyalty. Yeah. yeah. And like how you have to be loyal. And it breaks down on multiple levels uh -huh. and who you're loyal to. But I'm telling you, I, I'm nerd out on that. And it's just well done. And Charlie Hunnam, fucking the man. I was wondering what it would have been like if he was in Fifty Shades. Because he had the offer. Hmm. And I wonder, and I know the movie's a huge hit. I don't know what people are saying about it. I know it's a huge hit, but... Yeah, but the lead's already not going to be in the sequel. Did you hear that? No, yeah. I heard he is now. I heard oh, is he, he is okay. now. I was hearing reviews saying that he's not man enough to be the man in charge. Wow. He's and like it, a boy. Hmm. Well, that's what... Hunnam is a man. Hunnam's a man. See, yeah. that's what he's you need. Dude. He's Chicks a Chicks find real men sexy. I don't know why they have these like little... What do you call them? Kissable teens. Huggable <laughs> kissable teens. Smooth, smooth and kissable. Wait, that's that. a, that's a, that's in the. But no, that Jamie Dorman's very good in the show called okay. The Fall. Watch yeah. The Fall. Fall. It's a very. That's good coming show. back too. Okay. Yeah. And so, but no, I agree with you. It's the same with Hollywood, who they try to tell you who sexy is. My opinion, just my opinion, by the way, is pretty. <laughs> Come is on, Jamie. Not, who's the sexiest? No, pretty is not sexy. No. So I'm not gonna name uh. fucking names, but it's like who no, do I'll you name think, names. Well, who you? Do, well, <laughs> well, 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 I gotta work in the business. No, no, okay, <laughs> so Bart, I'm not going the fucking. Bart's got the day job. Yeah, what, what's what's the insurance? I'm not going to Geico. Angelina Jolie <laughs> is pretty. She is not sexy. No, I actually disagree. Now, now maybe Jennifer Aniston is actually one of the few people that is both. I think Angelina Jolie. Well, she's a little older now. Not that she's old, but I'm saying her younger, like Gia days, sexy and pretty. Oh, wow. I, I, I'm going to have go. to say. Yeah. Gia's a, very, yeah, Gia's yeah. a different Angelina yeah, yeah, Jolie. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that, that is a yeah. sexy yeah. Angelina. Um, Aniston, I think, is really cute and bubbly. I don't know if she's as dirty, sexy as Jolie. Oh, My you, opinion. You've seen I horrible bosses. He's got a thing for secretaries, I think, right? You kind of like that sexy secretary? Oh, yeah. yeah, okay. But like the hottest... <laughs> I work in an office. The hottest... <laughs> the hottest, dirtiest girls are like the character actresses. Yeah. It's like the chick is a little overweight with five lines because she's got something to prove. <laughs> right? Do you agree with that? Like, yeah. You went to Second City. The wildest girls, the yeah. fucking girls is under... Well, how are you guys going to let me in this skit? <laughs> I just totally disagree with Hollywood's versions of it. There's some, though. I mean, there's some. Well, look at Katie Seagal. You wouldn't consider no, her right. sexy. Yeah. Sexy yeah. as Super shit. Sexy. Oh, my God. She's so hot. There's she a lot of sex in that show. Right? Yeah. The tons of sex. Yeah. But he, that show, pretty much everybody's sexy. Like the, 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 the wife, the second wife, 
you got to watch it. His first wife, and there's like a smart sexy, there's a dirty sexy, there's a porn sexy, there's all types of sexy. It's not like yeah, Ron Perlman ass or anything, though, is it? I don't want to see that. Uh, not what? Ron no. Perlman. There's a lot of ass, Ron though. Perlman and ass. then it goes... <laughs> he's in it. I just don't want to see his ass. <laughs> and then it goes into some sexual proclivities in season seven. I want to talk about that. Like, men, once they've had sex with every body what do you have sex with and that gets interesting hmm. <laughs> yeah hello vimeo oh, wow. Wow. all right listen let's uh let's wrap up the show with a bang karen's celebration of the birthdays of those who make the movies it's time for karen's birthdays did we get everything did we get everything these are pop these are just things that you were talking about he's he's referring to his notes no, he's true, the only man. guest that's taken notes last week beth brought notes mystery man fuck that movie <laughs> Comfortable. You want to talk about Steve Jobs? <laughs> no, I forget the okay. podcast. Com- I'm fine. Yeah. I hit the notes. In fact, here's how. What? That was all the notes. We hit the notes. Right. Drop, drop the mic. Drop the notes. <laughs> Let's start off our week of birthdays by wishing a very happy birthday to Mr. John Hamm, who turns 44, but can play anywhere from a space cowboy to what? a madman. He was in Space Cowboys? Wow. Yeah, right? All right, so here's a little fun fact, a couple about Mr. Don Draper. His first acting role was as Winnie the Pooh in first grade. Oh. Who would have wow. thought? Mm-hmm. Once he worked as a set dresser for... Porns. I think he would condescend at the piglet. Really? Yeah, isn't that awesome? Wow. It's a little starter job. And the first time that he met Mr. Brian Cranston, Mr. Cranston was in his underwear. They were doing a photo shoot together. That's something that would stay with you. Um, mm-hmm. um, yes. Do you have any information on what the photo shoot was for? Yeah, it was oh, for okay. Mad Men and for Breaking Bad. It wasn't for the porn that was he was set dressing. <laughs> <laughs> it was Wait, actual legit. I have a side note. Yes, sir. Do you know that him and I are the same age? Shut Cranston? up. Would you know? Would you think that me and John Hamm are the same age? John no. Hamm's older. No. He's just he's more. He's way older. He's like fifty-four. But he's know? regal. He's yeah. not like he looks old. He's just more regal. So that's, that's crazy. A, that's dude. interesting. New yes. fact. I did. Uh, I had the same. We reaction. call those fun facts. Mm. Yes, yes. Now we all know John Hamm from his work <laughs> at AMC is Mad Men. I cut the fun fact segment though because he didn't want to fucking do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't that fun. They weren't. Wait, fun. do the fun Too many facts. Don't have fun facts. <laughs> Too many no, genocide facts. It was six hours of you guys <laughs> reading before I talked, so I was like, why didn't you just let me come in when you want to do my part? And it was like, uh, Larry, the <laughs> voice I thought coach. you might have fun. We were wrong. <laughs> I'm sure you. <laughs> I had some fun, but I mean, we're watching. I wanted to hear your comments on Cinderella. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a piece of duty. Personally, right. personally I enjoyed him him uh, winding up. But, oh, like, are we done yet? Wait, that's <laughs> what I thought I was entertaining, say. actually. This is what I want to say about yes, podcasts. Oh, what I do love about your podcast yes. is that you are prepared. You are <laughs> hey. not a bunch of rambling nutbags. Yeah. Which is why there's like, hey, I got a podcast. Okay, <laughs> so I do like that. But the, but I, my note is, we get it. You, you did nine pages. We could probably scale it back. Let's go to a lighter I, draft. I love, I love that we're not rambling. No, <laughs> oh, well, you're not. <laughs> can I can I put that on the website? Yes. Not rambling nutbags. Jamie, I'd like to wish a I'd like to move on if I could and wish no. a happy birthday to Aaron Eckhart. Who here oh. likes Aaron Eckhart, right? Who doesn't? Uh, I like him or Thomas Jane. Which one do I like, Paul? Uh, <laughs> you like uh, Aaron, Aaron Eckhart. Wait, no, Eckhart. Thomas Jane was Punisher. Yeah, I like no, Thomas, Thomas Jane. Sorry. Oh. He turns four <laughs> can you believe he's forty six? You're right. He could seem older. He seems older, but I still feel like 
I don't know. I just feel like John huh. Hamlet's like even older than he is. I thought you said Nicole Eckert. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, you always hear that. Oh, gee. Once we, I said Emmanuel Lewis. Charles in charge. <laughs> Charles in charge Eckert or oh. Baywatch Eggert, Or they're both Charles. great Eggert. Mm. <laughs> or like recent Whole Foods Eggert. <laughs> Did you run into her at the Rock and Roll Whole Foods? <laughs> Three different Do any of you know what movie that Aaron Eckhart debuted in 1993? Thank you for not Any smoking. nerds Thank here? 93? No, this is a... Cliffhanger. No. Nope. Oh, I know this. Do you, Paul? Wait. I, I will be surprised Cracker if you Jack. know this. Is it before in the Company of Men? Yes. It's so crazy old. Slaughter of the Innocents. Oh, yeah. oh who knows Have you that ever one? heard of that? Now, wait a minute. Now, TV movie. <laughs> it was a real movie. Oh, okay. A movie movie. <laughs> if I haven't heard of it, I'd just say it's a TV movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, <laughs> we all know that he played Harvey Dent in the villainous alter ego yeah. Two-Face, right? Yeah. Yes. All right, Adam, who played Harvey Dent in The Batman in 1989? Oh, give me a challenge. Billy D. Williams. Do you know that? Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. And then wow. he played Two-Face in Batman Forever in 95. Uh, uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Right? Yeah. Okay. And now this one is, I don't think you can get this. In the animated series in 1992, who played the uh, that character? It's uh, the voice acting. Two, Two-Face? Uh, yep. Mark Hamill. You're close. Richard Mull. Oh. oh wow. Dickie D- Mull. Is he dead? I don't. I, I think don't he think died. So. Did he die? I think you, know he know why? Did Richard Mull died? you know why I know? Because I think he died underneath a woman. Oh, good for him. I think he was what? in the act, and it was, he was really young, and good she like literally him. effed him to death. Those Whoa. Batman movie like Look animated series are paying That's off. I'm not going to. Is that the way to go? Yeah, yeah, you're going to go with that. Look that up. If anyone asks me how I know, Jamie Kennedy told me. At the House of Pies. And lastly, let's wish a very happy birthday to Miss Liza Minnelli, who turned 68, and I believe that. Wow. But it can also play anywhere from Liza with a Z to Lucille. Two. She could also be an 80. Though. Lucille, too. She could be 80. <laughs> Every bit of that 68. We all know that she's a daughter of Julie Garland and Vincent Minnelli. And I thought this was kind of surprising that she wasn't the first choice for Sally Bowles in Cabaret. It was actually Barbara Streisand. Oh. Vincent Minnelli. I heard Ed Burns is a huge fan of him. Have you seen? <laughs> I like Cabaret. <laughs> the black and white version. All right. <laughs> oh, your panties moist. <laughs> uh, now, Lee. Please edit that out. I'm sorry, Ed. I love you. Uh, I want to be in Brothers McMullen 4. <laughs> Lee, you know how much I love when celebrities sing, right? This is true. Jamie Kennedy was just asking me, yes? can you tell me two interesting things about Karen? What? Said, First of all, she insists that Paul makes sound effects during sex. Exactly. And two, she loves when celebrities sing. And I do. And why not have Liza Minnelli sing a little something, but not something good? Let's have her sing something from Sex in the City 2. Uh-oh, here it comes. You can only imagine. Jamie Kennedy, did you see the sequel? This looks Wait, was too? she in this? Is that really her? <laughs> yes, it's oh, really Oh, so she her. was in it doing it? Yeah. Yes. Play yourself. What was that sequence? Not- a big dance number at a fashion show, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. This is Liza Minnelli? Yes. You know, there's a lot of other songs she sang. I know. But <laughs> why, why, focus on those? why focus on the good ones? Are you aware oh, of what true. show you're on? <laughs> All right, well, that's All it right. for the show, everybody. Uh, oh, questions about this. Wait, was this actually in the movie? Yeah. Why did they do that? All the shingle writing. Because it's Sex in the City 2. All the shingle. That's like that movie, and every chick went and I the loved bolos, it. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're women. <laughs> wow. I loved it. Interesting point of trivia. Yes. She was in Arrested Development, and yes. she drops a reference in there. Someone was singing New York, New York, and she goes, uh, everybody thought it was Frank Sinatra. 
And Stephen Lewis, the movie guy, looks up the fact that a lot of people don't know she is the first person to sing yep. New York, New York in Martin Scorsese's New York, New York. Yeah. And then Frank Sinatra covered that. Wow. That that New York, New York is a song from 1984, oh, yeah. wow. 83. A movie she starred in with... Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. Wow, you, somebody gets a free banana cream pie. Thank you. That was Butterscotch. Really butterscotch. I'll take, wow. take you up for that. That's good. The that's house of pie. Fact. Coconut. <laughs> Not enough food is made with butterscotch. That's where House of Pies wins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so follow us on Twitter at The Movie Guys for daily jokes and links. Also, yeah. Facebook.com slash The Movie Guys, as well as iTunes, Vimeo, YouTube, Funny or Die, SoundCloud, Vine, Instagram, all that shit. And don't forget, Buddy Hutchins. Buddy oh, Hutchins, yeah. right. I was going to say Buddy. thanks thanks to Jamie Kennedy yeah. for jumping into the show. If you would Thank like to see Jamie Kennedy me. chainsaw ahead after mm-hmm. a day of rage, <laughs> Buddy Hutchins is the place to see that. Yes. With ceiling. With Google ceiling. Play, and you can buy it on Amazon. It's on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, disc. Now, what else should people be following of yours? Uh, well, I... Um, do you do the social media or anything? Like oh, yeah. At uh, Jamie Kennedy on Twitter. Uh, the Jamie Kennedy on Instagram because somebody took Jamie Kennedy's not being a douchebag. It's because I, I, there was no Jamie Kennedy, so I had to put the. So people were like you're the. <laughs> and then um, my Facebook Jamie Kennedy. Those right. three. Right on. Cool. And um, I don't have a Tumblr because I'm not 14. I'll <laughs> <laughs> get rid of our Tumblr. I do Snapchat. <laughs> I do Snapchat, but do you want to hit me on Snapchat? <laughs> Hello. All the single ladies. <laughs> Uh, thanks to Steve Schultz for his writing contributions to the show every week. Thanks, Steve. Uh, although we skipped a lot of them. Hey, remember, you've always, <laughs> always find everything we're up to. Page 8. At themovieguys.net. Next week, we're back with uh, you know, young adults and old adults are celebrating with Insurgent and the Gunman. That's next oh, week. Wow. We will see you then. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you, movie people. Fine. Rose is giving her a hard time. Dun, 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 dun.